Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whenever you might be listening to this. This is the Buzzed Pucks Podcast. (laughs) I'm Bert. I'm Clay. And we're here for week five. Week five, week five, week five. Of the NHL season and all the things that have happened there. Um, we'll the first coach. The first has coach has fallen. Fi- has fallen. It at a weird time. And well, not necessarily when I expected. You didn't expect that coach to go down first. I, I, not before the season started. Oh uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but before we get into that, and we will be discussing that at length because there's some funny twists and turns to it. Um, That's great. Uh, what are we drinking, Clay? We are drinking Hurricane by Alvarium. It's their cocktail-style sour ale. Uh, it's supposed to taste like the cocktail. Um, it's 7%. I'll be honest, I don't know that I've ever had a Hurricane like I, beer. Or, not. I'm sorry, not beer, uh, cocktail. I actually haven't. You haven't? I have not. I don't know what a Hurricane tastes like. This is pretty good. Ooh, that's yummy. Uh-huh. Or oh, sorry, that sounds good. I'm just looking at this can. It's, okay. it's shiny. Clay just got transfixed for a moment there. It's like a holographic label. I like it. Uh, I can't fault you too much. I know you have ADD. So shiny, shiny. All right. Well, let me and start. I, and I oh, took go ahead. zero medication today. Yay! This will be a fun episode. Where are we going? I don't know. Uh, wait, you guys will find out. Please listen the whole time. Um, let me start with my news because there's not t- a ton of it. Carolina, the Hurricanes, funnily enough, uh, signed Yaroslav Halak to a PTO. Um, that is to, I guess, that is to re- to replace Frederick Anderson. Yes, essentially, because that got that happened. We reported on it. the The PTO, I think, happened after our episode last week. Yeah, but or it was in the process, or it, it was like maybe it maybe. happened like the same day, but yeah. like right after. Yeah, so Halak on a PTO just. Seeing if he's, you know, he needs three more to three hundred. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I I feel like they'll probably sign him just to have him, you yeah. know, because I don't know that Freddie Anderson is going to be back this year, and probably God not. knows that Freddie Anderson and Ranta, outside of the blood clotting issue for Anderson, are very injury prone anyway. Already, yeah. And they have, uh, other than the two of them, they have a very young, very good, sorry, goaltender in mm-hmm. uh, Kochekov, but yep. I. Uh, Clearly, they don't want to lump everything on Kochekov yet. Well, also, uh, if they want to send Kochekov back down, they can't. They can't. Yes, that's true. Because he's not passing through waves. Yeah, they can't. Oh, I, I said can't. I said can. I was wrong. Cannot. No, they yeah, cannot. No, they cannot. Um, no, he will not pass waivers. The Oilers will probably pick him up. There's so many teams that would pick him up. Uh, Just because. Oh, whoever's number one. Just because. Whoever's number one on the waiver list, uh, if that's how that works in the NHL. It is. Uh, we'll pick him up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably it's probably San Jose. Um, all right. A couple of trades happened this week. Mm, relatively minor, but uh, both involving Minnesota. Minnesota sent Kalen Addison to the San Jose Sharks for Adam Roska, who is a forward. Yep. And a 2026 fifth round pick. So Addison is more of a offensive defenseman, yes. and. And he hasn't really been doing that well in Minnesota. Minnesota. He's young still. Minnesota's coach does not like his game. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, so he got banished to San Jose. Yep. Poor bastard. Poor bastard. Um, but, you know, maybe a change of scenery. Maybe, Might get a chance to prove himself. Yeah. He was, uh, he was originally drafted by the Penguins. Um, he was supposed to be a pretty highly touted offensive defenseman. 
uh, traded to Minnesota, I believe, in the Zucker trade, Makes and sense. he just really hasn't panned out for Minnesota, so maybe a change of scenery to San Jose will help him out. So the type of defender they wanted was uh, Zach Bogosian, who they traded with, I heard San Jose, but it was Tampa Bay, um, <laughs> for a 2025 7th uh, round pick. The fact that uh, Tampa got anything for Bogosian is was kind Bogosian of... Was Bogosian even playing? Yes. Was he? Oh, okay. Yes. Um, oh, their blue line is devastated now. I mean, he wasn't playing well, but it's a defensive yeah, defenseman. Which, true. What Minnesota wants, I guess. Uh, Bogosian, I remember How'd being that work like for them this week. Who's to say? Well, well, you mean Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, yeah, not great. Um, yeah, Bogosian's kind of in like the last few years of his career, probably. Oh yeah. But he's been a pretty solid defensive defenseman in the league for a while. He got reignited with his friend Pat. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, the Penguins terminated the contract of Andreas Johansson. Yep. Who, um, they didn't really give a reason, but it, uh, all signs point to him going back to play in Sweden. So I guess gotcha. he wasn't happy. He wasn't actually playing in Pittsburgh or whatever, or he just wanted to go back to Sweden. So when teams terminate a contract like this, it's usually a mutual, mutual decision by both the team and the player. Yes. Um, sticking with Pittsburgh, they're going to retire Yarmir Yager's number 68 on February 18th at home against the LA Kings. Finally. They look, they It were, would have been hilarious if it was against Washington. They but were waiting for him to retire. They got tired of waiting. He's still not technically retired. Exactly. He's still playing in uh, uh, the Czech Republic, I think. Yes, he's a player coach. Um, but I guess they must have called him up and been and like, owner. "You're you're not going to come back to the NHL, right?" And he was like, "No." So they were like, sick, we're going to retire your number. So right. I'm assuming he will be at that game. I'm hoping Lemieux will also be there. Uh, so that'll be nice. Finally, number 68 will be in the rafters for the Penguins. And in a few years, he'll be joined by 87, 71, and 58. So in uh, some sad news, um, Clay, I don't remember, know if you remember this guy, but Roman Chekmonik. I don't remember him. Uh, who, I knew he played for the Flyers. He played, I believe, three years for the Flyers and one year for L.A. Um, was a pretty good goalie. He came over kind of late in his career. He's from uh, the Czech Republic. Mm -hmm. He played most of his career in the Czech Republic, but uh, he did play four years in the NHL with Philadelphia and L.A. Um, he was a pretty good goalie, especially in Philly. Yeah. I think he finished second in the Vesna behind Hasek one year. Wow. Um, but unfortunately, he passed away suddenly at the age of 52. Yes. Um, I don't, we don't know any further information about that, but that's sad, and our thoughts go out to his family. That's it for my news. All right. Uh, News-wise, uh, I really don't have anything else in the Atlantic other than um, Tampa Bay is hoping to have Vasilevsky back by American Thanksgiving, which is a huge... Uh, That'd be a big boon for them. Jump in his timetable to return in the first place. Yeah, uh, he wasn't expected until mid December, even January, with uh, yeah surgery on a her herniated disc. <laughs> so they are really hoping he can come back and right some of the ship, some of the ship, and maybe continue to hide defensive struggles that they have. <laughs> um, God willing, I guess. Yeah, because it's not all of the goalie's fault. No, of course not. But when you have Vasilevsky in front of a bad defense, it makes them look competent. <laughs> exactly. All right. So 
news-wise, uh, in the Pacific, we're going to start off with um, the Alberta team that a lot of people are talking about right now, Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to do. Um, we mentioned, I think we mentioned that Mangiapane got a one-game suspension for the cross-check to the head of McCann. We did, yes. Uh, because I did, but that did happen on a Monday, so I couldn't remember. I, I believe it happened before we recorded. Right. Uh, remember how we last week I said Zadorov in an interview said last year was on Suda that this year is on us. <laughs> well, he's requested a trade. Yes, he has. <laughs> he wants out. I think he requested that trade the second they lost to Toronto. I mean, he doesn't like be he there. got off the ice, requested the trade. Like, how about you guys trade me? That, that's like, uh, to a lesser extent, because one's a Hall of Fame player and the other one's Nikita Zorov. Um, when Patrick Waugh got shelled in that game, oh, and he played yeah. for Montreal, and then he got pulled, I think? No. He he eventually got pulled, but he had got shelled he, for 10 goals. Yeah. And, and they left him in, and then he was mad that they left him in, and then he came off the ice, and he went up to the coach, and he was like, I'm never playing for you again. And then, the, like, the next day or something... They traded him to. He didn't even just go to Colorado. The, he didn't even just go to the coach. The GM was in the is that's was who in the it was. That's who it was. It was the GM. Yeah. He walked to the GM. He was like, "I'm not playing for you guys anymore." Ever. Yep. <laughs> and they got traded to, um, I think it was Colorado. It was Colorado. Point, yeah. Because I think that was the year that they moved. Yep. Um, from Quebec City, they were the Nordiques. Yeah. No, Colorado won the first year in Colorado. And it was it with Wa? Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. They they got Wa at some point that, that season, it. and that was it. And they yeah. won the Stanley Cup, and then like a few years later, they won another one. So. Right. Um. So yeah. Uh. It's just funny uh-huh. that it was Zadorov. Um, it was that, that was pretty funny. It with all the interviews beforehand. This year's uh, on us. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm done. Um. <laughs> I mean, they'll probably get something. For oh, them. there's apparently like four teams that are interested. I don't think they'll get a ton, but they'll get something for him. Yeah, he's an uh, unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. Um, there are apparently four teams that are interested, but it was more uh, Dorof's agents putting those teams out there. So, mm. like, who knows how accurate that is. Uh, Huberdeau ended up getting benched at some point this week. He did. I saw that. Uh, third period against Nashville. And then Dustin Wolf got called up, played a game, uh, not for any trades-related stuff, yeah. but for injury-related yeah. things. So he got his first uh, NHL start. He In the AHL, he won goalie of the year two years in a row, and he also won overall AHL MVP. Jesus Christ. Um, it's one least, of those things, like, why did you not bring him up at earlier? At least last year. He might have gotten mm. that two years in a row as well. Which is that's pretty crazy. Crazy, yeah. Um, he unfortunately did not get the win, but he got his. Oh my up. god, bust, oh, bust, my, trade him. So, L.A. Kings, Anze Kopitar has hit his 400th goal for them. Nice, all with the the Kings. That is a incredible achievement. Absolutely. Um, we're going to talk. Uh, going to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Some other kind of coach. Uh, Oh, controversy <laughs> yeah. uh, with hockey operations, former hockey operations and former GMs. This, this uh, I'm just going to say this before you even say what this is. This is pretty petty. 
It's 100% pay. N- neither one of these guys, I don't believe, even work for Vancouver anymore. No. <laughs> Go ahead. But Lyndon, which is the hockey operation. Yes. He's former president. Yes. Or if he's... He was former president. former president. He left, left in 2018. Got it. Got it. Uh, waited for betting to go. Yeah. Before talking yeah. crap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with how good Elias Pettersson is playing right now. I think he's leading the league in points. He is leading the league in points. Yeah. Uh, Lyndon said Jim Benning, former GM, did not want Pettersson. <laughs> he wanted Cody Glass. <laughs> and what a terrible pick that would have been. And he had to, apparently there was a fight between the head scouts and, uh, or, or a lively discussion. And betting. And betting. Um, between the scout and betting. So. And, <laughs> and then betting went, nuh-uh, that's not true. And, and betting went, nuh-uh, that's not true. But I'm going to have to believe Lyndon on this because. I mean, Jim Benning wasn't a very good general manager, so. Uh, because. They were unhappy with how the 2016 draft the year before went, mm. uh, when it was Kachuk, where they picked Yulovi. Uh, yeah, they. I was going to say, I think they picked Yulevi <laughs> over Kachuk. Yes. And boy, does that hurt now, because Yulevi, I don't even think, is in the NHL anymore. He is not. Yeah. And also, they wanted Kachuk. Like, all the scouts were like, Kachuk. Uh, and he was like, no. And, and he went rogue. And they were, and uh, they made sure that didn't happen in 2017. Yeah, and then they could have traded him to Florida, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, Lyndon uh, left in 2018, mm. and he said he wanted to do it. He was on board and wanted to start a rebuild around that time. Mm-hmm. Probably when they should have, and got pushed back from like Foley should have, yes, you know? and got pushed back from ownership and upper management, and that's yeah. why he left. So that's fair. So he's still. <laughs> He's still a prickly little pear about it, huh? He left quiet, but now he's talking. Now he's like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you guys. Right. At this point. That's so funny. Yeah, I remember reading that earlier. Uh, I read over it again earlier today. And uh, I was like, this is such a petty little shit that yeah. he did, like even report on. But it's so funny. Um. So, yeah. Uh, it's, it's just really funny and... I mean, we didn't have good things to say about Benning. No, he was terrible general manager. <laughs> so, with Patterson currently leading the league in points, I'm shocked they didn't choose Quinn Hughes whenever they chose Quinn Hughes too. Again, he might have. The scouts might have not let uh, Benning go rogue. <laughs> I hope that now that the draft isn't. Uh, when was sent... Quinn Hughes dra- drafted? Was that 2018? I don't know off the top of my head, but he's not that old, so no, it had no, to be not. around then, maybe 2018, 2019, something like that. Well, no, Jack Hughes was drafted. Quinn Hughes, I think, was the first Hughes brother in the NHL. He was. I drafted, think he's the oldest. He was drafted in 2018. Okay. So that that might have been, which was the last year Lyndon was there. Mm. So Lyndon. Oh, might maybe have... that was Lyndon's last call. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh oh oh Vancouver hey they're playing really well right now so. they're playing fantastic uh so now let's get to that other Alberta team oh boy because Woodcroft is out dead man walking uh and that is because they lost their first game or... because they won a game yep they won a game <laughs> and they fired him um they lost 
that game against the San Jose Sharks that called we were it. alluding we called to. It. <laughs> yes, we should have put money on that. Um, oh my god, I wonder how much money we could if we had put like a hundred bucks each on that game, just saying San Jose was gonna win. Right. I bet we could have gotten like five hundred bucks out of it or Neither something. Neither of us bet either. I mean, no, we don't. We would have gotten more money than that. I don't know. I don't yeah, I don't know. Um, but <laughs> it would have been I would if we had done that, I would have just stacked the money on the table while we oh, were trying. Not my. not that anybody could see it other than us, but I would just put five hundred dollars on the table or whatever we would have won. So he and his assistant coach is are gone. Yeah. Nobla Nobla? I think it's Nobla. Um sure. It is the new head coach. Yes. He was their AHL coach, wasn't he? No. no? He was the New York Rangers AHL coach. Oh, from Hartford. Right, right, he right. Was, He's the AHL coach of the Wolfpack. A lot of Rangers fans are pretty high on him. No, too bad. So um, no, no, he's, it's going to be interesting in to see how he uh, succeeds in Edmonton in that crazy media landscape that they have. Uh, also, he was Connor McDavid's OHL coach. And the Erie Otters. That'll be interesting to see if that makes yeah. any difference at all. So you have uh, the president in Edmonton, the president of hockey operations, Jeff Jackson, who is Edmonton's former, or McDavid's former agent. You have his former OHL coach. You had them get Fogel and Connor Brown, mm-hmm. both uh, McDavid friends and former Erie Otter teammates. Yeah, they should have gotten to brink it too. Brought in. Um, so, was it? Was it the brink of the? No, it was Strom. No, it was Strom. That's it was who it Strom. was. Yeah, I knew who you were going yeah. with. Um, <laughs> I was like, there was. There's another NHLer who played like on the line with mm-hmm. McDavid at, in Erie. So, McDavid's getting the messy treatment right now. It seems. Um, apparently, yeah. But uh, also, since his injury, he's not scored. Yeah, I'm wondering if he's still injured. He's a hundred percent. He's potted. Like, what was that injury? It's an upper Did body. They say? Oh, okay. It was just they just said upper body. It was supposed to keep him out for multiple weeks. Yeah, and then he came back like way faster. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. still playing through. Like he's playing through this injury. He's gotten. So he's not helping. No. Nope. So. He's gotten four assists, maybe. I, yeah, I mean that's not nothing, but but still, you know, like. At a certain point, you got to be like, no, star player, go be fully healthy, yeah, please. Yeah, go, go yeah, away. We'll, uh, we'll just struggle without you. It's fine. Right. We're not... It, we're I wouldn't... I mean, if I was you. if I was the general manager or coach, I'd be like, nope. Well, that that's that's part of the... <laughs> you go heal. That's the hard part. Like, you have sitting a guy. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially the star. Like, the best player in hockey. Like, forcing him to sit is going to be difficult. Uh, which... Well, they should just... Um, uh, tell them that it's the wrong diagnosis, like, ah. like the Penguins staff did with Crosby for two years, and then they all got fired. Well, he, and then they figured out it was a neck injury that he had. Well, they got fired after they figured out. It yeah, was. no, Someone I know. else figured out it was a neck. Someone injury. else figured out it was a neck injury, and then the entire like health Man. staff got fired. Yeah. So, yeah, Woodcroft's out. I don't, I don't think he was. I personally don't think he was that good of a coach. Now the, the I mean the he, results was he the coach fully for last year? Was yes. he the coach the entire season? Fully okay. for last year. And it then, was the year before that. He, it was he was only the coach for like half a year. Uh, right? Tip was it last year or two years ago? Maybe he's been the head coach for I two think it was full two, years. I'm not sure actually, but at some point they were doing very poorly. They fired their coach. Tip it. Tip it, and then they got 
Woodcroft, Wood, and then the, they and then they played great after that. Woodcroft was the assistant yeah. to Tippett. That's he got that's promoted. What it was, yeah. Um, and then Woodcroft did fine up until this season. Yes. And then I don't know what happened. They tried to change something about the way they played, and so they changed. It's not working, or the players aren't listening. They changed the defensive structure. Ooh. They changed the defensive system. Sorry. To um, what Vegas plays, because oh, right. Vegas was the one yeah. who beat them, so they want to you know match that replication. But the thing is, um, it's <laughs> not. New... Have the players to do that. Well, it's not even. It's not necessarily that, because their Vegas is defensive system is not groundbreaking it's a zone defense yeah it's yeah it's, it's just it's just a zone de- they're just good at it so you're going from man to man to, zo- yeah, zone, to zone which is going to take some time to certainly adjust um but also just knowing where to be doesn't isn't the whole thing you have no. to know your reads yeah. and stuff like that uh so it was the vancouver game the first game of the week i forgot who on Vancouver, but Edmonton set up. They, all of their players were clearly where they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Vancouver walked it. Yep. Went through, untouched, scored a goal. Like, it's one of those things where just because you know where to be doesn't mean you know what to do you in that scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And that is on the coach's job to tell, to to teach, be like, hey, you're supposed to defend that guy when he comes near you. How to play in yeah. that new system. Right. Look at the difference between Anaheim this year. Yeah, Anaheim. Anaheim went from the worst defensive team you've ever seen. They look pretty good this year. To a pretty... To so far. Like, a solid team. Yeah. Like, leaps and bounds uh, different. Like, they look way better. So, you're looking at the difference between... I can't think of the current Anaheim coach's name. The uh, not Dallas Eakins. <laughs> no, no, Eakins was last year. That was so last year. Eakins is a bad coach. I'll look it up. Good. Yeah. Uh, and Quaba? No. No, that's Edmonton's new coach. Yeah. Is it? Did they hire some like um, younger guy? Younger guy, right? Yeah. Hold on, I'm Krause? getting it. I'm getting it. Da, 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 da. Uh, Greg Cronin. That's Cronin. his name. Cronin. Okay. Greg Cronin. Yeah, the difference, like, Cronin's actually able to teach them how to play in that system yeah. rather than just being in the system. Yep. So hopefully uh, Nobla can teach them how to play. Do something. Or switch them back to man-to-man. Yeah. I mean, maybe at this point just switch back to what they knew already. Right. And maybe try to implement something better So slowly, you know? But um, I was reading through this whole thing. And uh, we, Clay and I were discussing it right before we started. And um, Edmonton, Edmonton's front office, I'm sure we've mentioned this before, the management of Edmonton is trash. Well, they're clearly... It is changing for the better, but not fast enough because... Is it? Because before it was just an old boys club. Well, Shirelli and like Coffee. all of his bullshit. And Coffee. Uh, is was n- Paul Coffee there too? Paul Coffee's now the... The assistant coach. Um, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Uh, but, like... But it, a lot of those older yeah. old boys from the 80, Edmonton 80s, mm-hmm. they know, like, they're there, but they no, no longer really have a role. 
Well, the game now is so different than it was in the 80s. It's, so they're the, yes. and even even the 90s and the early 2000s. Like hockey is such a weird sport because it pretty much every decade it's almost a completely different like meta of yes. the game, you yes. know. But um the Oilers the past 16 years have had 11 different co- head coaches. Yes. 11. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has had 10 different coaches. That's insane. I believe. That's Im- br- that's it, Cleveland Browns numbers. Right. And um, and then just this core of McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nurse, I, I guess you throw Nurse in there, and, and, Nugent. and Nugent Hopkins, just that core four has had, what did it say, eight different coaches? Okay, so it's, then... Hold on, do I still have it? Um, oh, I do. Look at me. Eleven head coaches? Uh, five different coaches oh, in okay. the eight years of them. That's what well, I'm then, saying. okay, then I got something else wrong. I think that 11, 11 coaches in 16 years is what I saw and then mixed it with the got it. Nugent Hopkins. Got it. So Nugent well, Hopkins has had five different head coaches. At least. Which is. Yeah. So is McDavid and Dreisaitl and, and right. Nurse. And, like, at you know, at a certain point, McDavid, eh, does he really need that much coaching? Like, clearly he is the best player in hockey when he's fully healthy. Dreisaitl up there as well. Yeah. You know, Darnell Nurse. Uh, Nugent Hopkins, pretty good player, yes. you know, and he's uh, Nugent Hopkins has evolved his game, and maybe that's some coaching mm-hmm. that has helped with that. But five coaches in eight years—that's not a recipe for success. Think of how many lottery picks that they've had. Yeah, past time. even leading up to McDavid, you know, they had Taylor Hall, they had Ryan Nugent Hopkins, they had McDavid. Uh, Drysaitel wasn't a number one pick, but he was like number four or something like that, number Lars- four or five. Adam Larson. Adam Larson got traded. That was the that was the haul for Larson. Gotcha. That was okay, a trade. Yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, Nail Yakupov. Yakupov. Yaka, that's the other one. Uh, Yakupov. I mean, he just. I mean, that's on Yakupov for yeah. being that bad of a player. But well, not necessarily. You well, sh- you should have been able to see that that guy had not. He, d- he had all the physical attributes, but not the hockey IQ. The thing is, is that if I remember correctly, that was at the. That was at the very beginning of me, like, fully paying attention to what was happening in hockey, not just, like, paying attention to what the Penguins did that night. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that Nail Yakupov, people were pretty much like, no, he is the number one pick in this draft. Like, right. everyone was saying that. And then he came out, he played okay his first season, and then just spiraled into, I don't know if something happened with him or I, what. I think his game got found out. Yeah, so, anyway, the, to get back on point, um... The the five coaches in eight years is terrible. So you can say management doesn't do a good job at identifying who needs to be the leader of this team, right? You look at teams like Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh who have both had coaches for... I know Mike Sullivan has been the coach of the Penguins since 2016. Yeah. Um, so that's going on eight years now that he's been the coach there. And John Cooper, I think, is the only tenured coach more yeah. than Sullivan, and I think he's at nine or ten years at this point. Mm-hmm. Look at them. The Neither one of those teams, they've had highs and lows with those coaches. You know, yep. the Penguins didn't make the playoffs last year. They could have fired Sullivan, and I don't think anybody would have really argued that much about it. Right. I would have said it was a bad idea because I do think he's a good coach, but, um, but like, John Cooper has had, like, trash years with Tampa Bay. And they didn't fire him. They were like, you know what? Let's just see the course. 
Look at Bedner. And look what, yeah. Oh, and Be- yeah, Bedner's a good point too because he had a historically bad season in Colorado. But the the front office knew he was going to have that yeah. season. Like, well, that's the thing with guys, uh, whoever the coach is for, um, like Chicago and the coach for San Jose, they know their teams are going to be bad. Cronin as well, and yeah. Cronin as well, but Cronin's doing a good job, right? Um, I don't know. I don't. There's no way to like really fix what's going on in Edmonton right now. Um, but I did see we were discussing that uh, there is a reporter. The, the conference, the were yeah, the the conference that uh, Jeff Jackson, president of Hockey Ops, yeah, and Ken Holland, GM. Had together talking about this firing. <laughs> they're they're not even on the same page. Right. Not even in the press conference are ja- they on the same page. Jackson said that the players were not consulted. We don't need to consult them. This is not a player decision. This is completely front office. And then Holland goes and says, "Yes, they were. They, we we discussed we talked, it with we talked with, to the vets. with the big guys. Yeah, yeah, we talked to the vets. And they're and sitting just, next to each other. You can just see, clearly see the pissed off look in Jackson's face. It's just like." Even if we were going to say, like, yeah. even if that was the case, we weren't going to say that to yeah. the media. <laughs> Which, because you can be like, oh, they hired this coach because McDavid wanted them to hire this coach. Exactly. And um, it's just like, the, the Holland uh, is not Edmonton's a, front office is just a mess right now. Holland is, like, he is going to be a Hall of Fame. Sure. Uh, With everything he, he did for Detroit. Well, I but even at the tail end of his time in Detroit, at the tail end of his Detroit, time Detroit fans were really dying. over what was happening there, mm-hmm. and then he got hired by Edmonton. I think a year or two after he left Detroit, and I remember seeing online every Detroit fan was like, "This isn't a good thing. This isn't this yeah. this is better than Sorelli, but sure, not, sure, better than Sorelli, but not by not much, a lot better." Because, um, because um, I mean, Holland needed Stan Bowman and. Illich's money to yeah. make those teams. Yeah. Well, was Stan Bowman in charge of Detroit at that point? Are you thinking of Chicago? Uh, Stan Bowman was definitely in charge of Chicago. I think he was in charge. Maybe he was in charge of Detroit too. That might because Detroit those Detroit teams were in the early two thousands that yeah. I don't remember everything about. But uh, there is a thought that has been floated that the core of McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, and Nurse, and whoever else you want to lump in there, right. is a coach killer. I can I can see where they're coming from, because I hadn't even really thought of that, but five coaches in eight years, maybe they're just not listening. Like you know, Maybe they're just not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they're just like, no, I'm going to score a bunch of points. I'm not going to play defense. Look, as a, as a fan of Chelsea Soccer Football Club, uh, I watched that happen uh, for a couple of years. Oh, just I'm like... sorry. As a fan of Evgeny Malkin, I know exactly <laughs> what that is. And I wouldn't call Malkin a coach killer, but he definitely, until this year, definitely has not been playing defense his, pretty much his entire career. Well, I mean, the, the, the Chelsea team, for a couple of years, until a big blow up this past year, year mm-hmm. before, they were coach killers. I could see like, it. Ha- like I understand. I they, understand the sentiment. They, I don't know why it never occurred to me about that. But they would a new coach would come in. They would buy on for a little bit. They might win. They they might win a title, 
or a championship that yeah. first year, and then that second year, they're just like, I'm done with this bullshit. <laughs> See, Edmonton has all of that, just no championships. Nope. And no championship appearances either. So mm-hmm. I don't think you have the right to be a coach killer until you win at least one championship. Right. Um, oh, boy. All right. Do you have anything else to say about Edmonton? No, I don't. Well, until we get to their games. Yeah, until we get to their games. Uh, do you got any injuries? Oh, yeah. Let's, we can run through injuries really quick. Um, Nick Backstrom, who we talked about last week, he has officially been put on the LTIR by Washington. His career is likely over, unfortunately. You Swedish king. Maybe a Hall of Famer? I would say so. At least getting his number retired by Washington at the very least. Oh, my God, yes. Him and Ovi go up in the Raptors together. Uh, Ludwig, who is a uh, rookie defenseman on Pittsburgh who played his first game, Got a concussion in his first game oh, and is also on LTIR. He got destroyed. He destroyed himself. That's, he was try- yes. I don't remember who he was trying to hit. He, it was uh, Hints. Oh, I think it was. It and was Hints. Nobody did anything wrong. Hey, checking somebody leading with your chin is yeah. a bold strategy. Uh, nobody did anything. <laughs> well, I guess you could say Ludwig did something wrong because he KO'd himself. He knocked by himself. By hitting... Hints. Right out. It was a pretty strong hit. It knocked Hints down too, I think. Yes, it did. But then, like, he knocked himself out. So, Ludwig was down. Ludwig was out before he hit the ground. Yes, uh, Ludwig knocked himself out. So obviously, he has a concussion. But he uh, is back at practice. But ju- the Penguins, I think, put him on LTIR retroactively because the Penguins are right up against the salary cap, so they have to like juggle. Things I don't know if he actually weirdly. got concussed. That's he what got, they're saying happened. I mean, that's that's fair to say, but like. Normally, when when you get those like knockouts, mm-hmm. uh, you an easy way to knock somebody out is if their jaw is open. Yeah, you, you hit, hit them the, in the jaw. Yeah. It throws up their inner ear balance yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, and then they go down. Yeah. which is very uh, much which what, is probably what happened to him. He led with his chin. <laughs> um, <laughs> he thankfully, he, he was the crimson chin. He, <laughs> what a what a. What a reference. Um, but he is uh, kind of back at practice. Um, not full practice, but he's there. So. Yeah. Um, Trevor Rams- Van Reemsdijk of Washington is on the IR, but it's just day-to-day with a lower body injury. You just run down the Washington. Sure. Anthony Mantha <laughs> is also on the IR with an undisclosed injury. They have not um, They have not said a timetable for him yet. Upper body, it's a shoulder. Oh, did they say upper body? No, I watched it. Oh, okay. It. I well, I was it. just going off of what I was reading. I watched it. Uh, Martin Fehavari is also on the IR. Yep. Uh, lower body injury, unknown length of time. They haven't reported anything further on him. <sighs> uh, Jerry Tenorti, yeah, that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> right off the gate there. Jerry Tenorti of Chicago, also on the IR, undisclosed, unknown amount of time. Uh, and Lankanen of Colorado on the IR, undisclosed, week to week. That was a scary injury for him. What was it? He crashed headfirst into the boards. Oh, hopefully he's okay. Like, well, they said week to week, so maybe it's not too bad. Maybe he also concussed him, got yeah. concussed in that whole thing. Um, that was that was one where like even the I think the guy who, who like, the check. Sometimes right injuries out. happen and nobody oh, meant yeah. to do anything about. You know, they didn't. Um, I don't. I I never believe people. He lost an edge too. Mean to like it was anybody. more. It was more like a soft put, like a soft push. He lost an edge. Yeah, just went he just went down, unfortunately. All right. Um, Give me your injuries. My injuries. And we got to talk about these goddamn games. Yeah, some of them go back to last week. Not not very many, but uh, 
the more impactful ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to start with Boston. Morgan Geeky is on the IR for an upper body injury. That happened on the 8th. One from week four was Grizzlick is on the IR for a lower body. He's still out. He missed all of this past week. Mm. Um, that happened on the 30th of October. And you think that would slow down Boston, but nope. You'd think. Yeah. That's why. It, it's kind of why I bring that up. Yeah. Because Jesus Christ. Um, God, I hate the Bruins. For Buffalo, uh, two weeks ago, Comrie, mm-hmm. IR lower body. Uh, and then Zach Benson went to the IR also for a lower body. Oh, that's a bummer. Yes. Uh, and then... I hate when rookies get injured. It sucks. I got a couple of them. Um, Byro? Biro? For Buffalo as well. Went to the IR for an upper body. They don't really have any timetables. Uh, also, recently, Alex Tuck is day-to-day for an upper body injury. Oh, that's no good. Yeah. That's uh, no good he might miss the last game. Uh, for Detroit, Fabry is, as of right now, day-to-day with a lower body injury. These both occurred like two days ago, so the extent of those injuries yeah, aren't we don't know yet. that. Yeah, yeah, we don't know yet. Uh, for Ottawa, last week, Riley Gregg, their rookie who's been killing it. Um, I think his name is Ridley, actually. It's it, Ridley Gregg. You are 100% right. Because yeah. uh, I, I always think his name is Riley, too, and then I see that D in there. Got me. <laughs> I only put R. Gregg. R. Uh, Gregg. Uh, IR for a lower body injury, which is... Uh, He's been playing pretty well for them. He was killing yeah. it. And then Kestelik, also uh, IR, lower body. Both happened on the same, in the same game. Uh, um, and then for Tampa Bay, Connor Sheary is on the IR with an upper body. Okay. Kucherov. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, man, I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> just like, you there? Jesus Christ. He missed the last game with an illness, but, like, uh, he'll should, be back. Should he'll, be back, yeah. yeah. For the Pacific, Trevor Zegras is day-to-day with a lower body. He has been playing through this injury basically the entire season. Oh. Um, that would explain a lot about why he hasn't been looking that great. He's actually been looking great. Has he? Uh, yeah. No, I thought he, he like wasn't scoring. No, he he is not showing up on the stats. Got it. Okay. But he has been like snake bit. Mm. Um, when it comes to eat, like both primary assists, like, they get the player gets either robbed, hits the post, or yeah. something like that. And same with goals. He's he's hit the post like three times. He's been absolutely snake bit. Also, kind of uh, probably related to him getting benched earlier in the season mm-hmm. his defensive game is like off the freaking charts hmm. so he took that benching to heart he's been playing great defense so well that's what you like to see when a guy gets benched is just like okay i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna make you shut the fuck up right and it, about like, how good i'm playing it's just like all right i'll listen and because uh, that's what the coach wants he right. wants you to get mad and go be spiteful to him yeah you know or uh, her depending you know who, whatever but one of the greatest stories i ever uh, about Bill Belichick was Tony Gonzalez yeah. in a all-star game. So <laughs> in, game. in the all-star game, didn't block somebody. Because <laughs> it, it's the all-star game, yeah. Yeah, in like a... Who cares? Yeah, in like a punt or something like that. He didn't block somebody. Belichick chews him out for it. And Tony Gonzalez is 
furious. I would be furious too. I'd be like, this he's, game doesn't matter. He's furious. He's just like, I'm getting chewed out in the All Star game. <laughs> um, that is really funny. And then the next punt, he just lights the dude who he's supposed to block up and he gets off the field and he's just like yeah nice block and he's like ah oh, damn it i got tricked <laughs> bill belichick bill belichick is such a petty little boy i kind now that the patriots suck i kind of like bill belichick oh because well, of like how just like a petty little good boy that he's being. well also like him on the sideline it's like what the fuck am i supposed to do yeah no i mean i don't i don't think he i don't even think he's the probably the best coach of his defense the NFL, holds the team to like, like ten points, and then they can't even. Play. They can't oh, score. They can't yeah. score. <laughs> You've seen the video of him like he was gonna challenge a play, but then he waited and then just threw it right in front of <laughs> the ref. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's stuff like that, like getting someone pissed off. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. How you to motivate them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just because it hasn't been showing up on the stat sheet. It will come back because of how snake bit he's been, mm-hmm. and, but he's he is playing great for the Ducks. Markstrom for Calgary is day to day with an upper body. It explains the Wolf call up. That does. Um, because yeah. I I imagine they can probably send Wolf back down without him going on waivers. You hope. One would hope. Otherwise, otherwise you put Vladar on waivers. Otherwise, they're playing with three goalies. <laughs> otherwise, they're like, okay, whoever wants Vladar can have him. Yep. Or Markstrom. Uh, uh, for Edmonton, Connor Brown is day-to-day with an undisclosed injury. You know what that means. Uh, but he, he's missed all of this week. Mm. Uh, San Jose McDonald is on the IR for an undisclosed injury. Not Ronald. Jacob. Damn it. Yeah, I know. Um, needs to be a player named Ronald McDonald. Unfortunately for S- Seattle, Jordan Eberle is on the IR, lower body. He got cut by a skate, He got right? cut by a skate yeah. right above the knee, Oof. which is the same injury that Landestock had. Is it? Yes. Ooh. Yikes. That's something that Landestock played through during that Stanley Cup final run. Ah. Uh, yeah, that would be, that's a hard place for a cut to be, I guess, because that's right above, like, one of your biggest joints. Yeah, well, like, all the muscle tendons yeah, and connectors yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. He, ha- he got an MRI. We haven't necessarily heard... I, he's not officially on the LTIR yeah, yet. Yeah, I saw that he's doing well. That's that's all I saw. But he was supposed to play a thousand games this year. I mean, he was. He could come back. He might not hit a thousand games this year now. How many games away is he? Um, enough. God, where Neville has been around that long? Exactly. Another Edmonton. Oh yeah, that's right. He <laughs> was from Edmonton. Another Edmonton, like... Oh, my God. I forgot he... First-round pick? Because I I just remember him being on the Islanders because he would always score against the Penguins. Oh, he's... Yeah. And he's I a, don't think he was the number one pick. Maybe I'm wrong. But... Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, Jordan Eberle. Well, hopefully he recovers and doesn't have a huge issue with that because what a weird injury that is. No, he was 22nd overall. Okay, but still. Yeah. By Edmonton. First round. Yeah. Um... Still, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, apparently he's doing well. And then Chandler Stevenson is day-to-day with a upper body injury. He missed a couple of games at the end of the... Or they only played two games this week. He missed the second game mm-hmm. of their week. Okay. So, just day-to-day, though. Yeah. All but right. Things that start day-to-day could very much turn into Oh, absolutely. IR. Yeah, absolutely. All right. 
You just want to skip the games? I mean, we've already <laughs> talked for 45 minutes. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, Edmonton. I was going to talk about Toronto because they've been really bad defensively. Look, I don't care. We could still talk about Toronto. Eh. You guys love it. Go. <laughs> Let's start with the Central Division. And ladies and gentlemen, look out. Here comes the Arizona Coyotes. Look out. Two and one this week. They beat Seattle 4-3 to three in a shootout. Seattle did outshoot them 38-27 to 27 in this mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. Arizona's, Arizona's power play has been so good this year. Really? Two for four on the power play. Jesus Christ. In this game. Yeah, did you see the number for the week? Yeah, just yeah. end up on the week, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Clayton Keller, goal and assist. Schmaltz, two assists. Hayton and Macelli had the other two goals in that game, while Bukestad scored the only shootout goal. They followed that up by a close game, but a loss to St. Louis, two to one. Mm-hmm. They were outshot in this game, thirty-three to twenty, by St. Louis. Kraus had the only goal for Arizona. Gotcha. And then they finished off the week with a track meet against Nashville, yeah. seven to five, where Nashville outshot them forty-one to twenty-five. Jesus. Uh, Carcone had two goals. Keller a goal and two assists, while uh, Logan Cooley had three assists. And they were two for four on the play in that game, too. Uh, Clayton Keller, if you've been counting, is their top player. Two goals, four assists. Uh, Arizona, five for ten on the power play this week. Twelve for 14 on the PK. Not, that's great. Yeah, that's pretty good. Both of those numbers, especially that power play number, <laughs> really good. You Penalty kill 50, number, not bad. That 50%? Seven, six, and one overall. Arizona, not looking half bad. No, they are not. Not looking half bad this year. Chicago. One and one this week. Only two games. They beat Tampa Bay 5-3. to three. Connor Bedard, two goals, two assists. Nick Foligno, three assists. While Johnson, Perry, and Korchensky had the other goals. That is Korchensky's first NHL goal. Yep. 19-year-old defenseman. He finally got that. Yes, he did. Well, finally. I mean, he's a defenseman. I know, but like he's been playing very well. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Uh, and then they lost a close game to Florida, four to three, two mm-hmm. for four on the PK in that game. Not great. Nope. Connor Bedard scored two goals in this game, while Dickinson had the other goal. And you guessed it, Connor Bedard's their top player, four goals to assist. All right, so Connor Bedard, Calder, winner. We we got that. He's very good. Now oh. I know we were like ragging on the coverage of him before. He's put it. He's put up. He's he's, he's playing he's, extremely he's well. Put up. He's. Showing that he doesn't need other players around him Apparently not. to be well. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah. He is he has four goals this week in two games. So So really looking at who ends up in second place for the Calder. Oh probably Cooley well, or that guy from Anaheim. Ment Mentliev or whatever. Minchikov. Minchikov thing. Um I'm just saying like that second place is gonna be a a fun one. Well, I mean, before the season even started, I guessed that Connor Bedard was going to win the Calder just because they wouldn't shut up about him. Everyone so. guessed that, but then he... You know, but he's putting up the numbers, so I can't up. cannot argue with it. Uh, Chicago, 1 for 8 on the power play this week, 5 for 8 on the penalty kill. Uh, and worse. their overall record is also 5 and 8. <laughs> so, you know, overall not doing great, but hey, Connor Bedard's doing good. They weren't supposed to do good. No, they're not. They're, they're winning fine. these more games. More games than we thought they would on the back of Connor Bedard. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. All right, let's move to Colorado. Colorado is in a rut. They were 1-2 and two this week. They won their first game of the week, 6-3 to three, over the Devils. Yep. 
Uh, Rotnin had two goals and an assist. Wooden McKinnon, goal and an assist each. Well, Johnson, that's Stanley Cup champion Jack Johnson, yes. and Ross Colton each had a goal as well. Um, the Johnson they decided to keep. They, the Johnson they decided <laughs> to keep, that's right. Uh, then they lo- dropped a game to Seattle, 4-3. to three. Very close game. Seattle yes. scored with 32 seconds left. In yes, the they did. Yeah. I watched a, uh, a solid portion of this game. McKinnon, a goal and two assists. When Chushkin and Byram each had a goal as well. And then they got stomped by St. Louis, eight to two. Yep, uh, two for four on the penalty kill in that game. That means that was six five-on-five goals. Yes, or maybe a shorthanded goal too. Actually, uh, Rotten in a goal. Jack Johnson again scored. Oh, look at him! Ooh, Norris Trophy winner. Um, they were one for eleven on the power play this uh, in this game with two shorthanded goals against. And I just remembered. Both of those were against St. Louis. I remember that because they were both scored by the same player. Yes. And um, uh, and then 9 for 14 on the penalty kill. Yeah. They did have a shorthanded goal of their own. Uh, they're 8 and 5 overall, so their record is still fine. But they... Uh, Bednar was pissed after that game. He should be pissed after the last, like, three weeks of the avalanche because they have not looked good. Well, like, in that game specifically, uh, the avalanche gave up. Oh, very clearly. Like, yeah. They're just like, it doesn't Eight to two, they definitely yeah. gave up. Uh, McKinnon did have a good week despite the uh, the second two games of the week, but he had two goals and four assists. Uh, Bednar definitely said after the, the St. Louis game, it's like, it's bag skate tomorrow. Like, <laughs> Maybe, and you know what? He's probably not wrong. Dallas is up next, three and one. Dallas mm-hmm. looking good. This top week. of the Central, right? Look, yes, top of the Central currently. Dallas looking great. They did start the week off by losing to Boston, three to two. Pavelski and Johnston each who had a goal. Isn't yeah? Who isn't losing to Boston? Uh, they did just they they I think they went down two to nothing early in mm-hmm. the game in like the first period or something, and they just couldn't mount a comeback. They right. made it close, just couldn't just couldn't tie it. Um, they followed that up by beating Columbus five to two. They went down two to nothing in this game and then scored yeah. five unanswered goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Duchesne, goal and two assists. Tyler Sagan, goal and an assist. Robertson, Smith, and Marchment had the other goals for Dallas in that game. They then beat Winnipeg 3-2. to two. Johnston, again, a goal and an assist. Duchesne and Harley had the other goals. Look at Wyatt. Look at Wyatt. And then they finished the week off by obliterating Minnesota 8-3, to three, outshooting them 37-26. to 26. They were 5-for-8. On the power play. Oh, man. Five power play goals in this oh. game. There's your problem, Minnesota. There is your problem. Uh, Robertson and Johnston, two goals and an assist. Faxa, two goals and an assist each. Yep. Faxa, Pavelski, Dadnov, and Duchesne each had a goal. Duchesne had an assist as well. Well, Miro Heiskanen had three assists mm. on the game. And Wyatt Johnston <laughs> is their top player of the week. Four goals and two assists. That's got to feel good. He's one of their younger players, yeah, no. too. Yeah. They got him on an entry-level contract. Like, that's what you want. Yeah. Oh, boy. Minnesota's up next. One and three. Thank God they got Zach Bogosian, though. Oh, uh, yeah. One and three this week. They started the week off so well, beating the Islanders four to two. Joel Erickson Eck, Pat Maroon. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Before that. Dallas, six for 17 on the power play. Yep. Five of those were against Minnesota. 11 for 13 on the penalty kill, but they had... Three shorthanded goals this week. Wow. They are 10-3-1 overall is Dallas. All right, back to Minnesota. 
Minnesota beat the Islanders 4-2, as I said. Joel Eriksson-Eck and Patrick Maroon had mm-hmm. a goal and an assist each. Letary and Kaprizov had a goal. Yep. So there you go. And Flurry was 27-29. Pretty good game to start your week off. Yeah. Yeah. And then it yeah. disappeared. And then they lost to the Rangers 4-1, to where they were 0-1 on the penalty kill. Duhame, right. Duhame, excuse me, had the only goal in that game. Uh, they then lost to Buffalo. Now, neither of these losses, no shame. No. Really, Buffalo's playing very well. The Rangers are playing really, really well right now. Um, Zuccarello had two assists. Kaprizov, goal and an assist. Yep. Joel Eriksson had the other goal. And then the game that I already mentioned where they got, you know, whomped by Dallas. Whomped. Three for eight on the penalty kill, just in case you had forgotten that they yeah. were three for eight on the penalty kill just just a second just ago that I mentioned. Uh, Letary and Duhame and Zuccarello scored the goals in that game, but, but Duhame also had 17 penalty minutes. Jesus. Including a major and a game misconduct for boarding. Uh, uh, Dallas, I believe, scored two goals on that five-minute major power yep. play. Uh, Minnesota does not get a top player. No, they don't. Four for 15 on the power play, but that's including two shorthanded goals against. And 11 for 18 on the penalty kill. Five, eight, and two. Yeah. On the season so far for Minnesota. Minnesota is struggling right Apparently now. Apparently their underlying numbers are not good. I'll be totally honest. Did, did we call this at the beginning of the year? I remember we questioned, we, we questioned whether it. Minnesota was going to be as good as they were. Because they had like 100 points last year. They were either going to be the same or regress. Yeah, and I think we leaned more towards regress. Yeah. Because there's ain't no way that they were going to get 100 points again. Uh-uh. And especially not the way they're playing right now. Uh, but, hey, you know what? They're playing better than Nashville, who went 0-3. Oof. Woo, baby Nashville. Losing to Calgary 4-2, where they were outshot 39-18. Good to see Calgary uh, outshooting somebody and winning. Yes. So that's nice to it, see. It doesn't happen often. No. Uh, Coleman and Dubé had the... Did I? Oh, I wrote the Calgary numbers down. Oh, yeah. My bad. Um, well, I'm not going to tell you who scored for Nashville because, honestly, I can't be bothered to look it up. Uh, they did blow a 2 nothing lead in this yes. game, did Nashville. Um, they then lost to the Jets 6-3, to uh, where they were outshot 37-23. to I wrote, I wrote, I read Coleman, and I was like, he's not on Nashville. No, I know Dubé's not. Yeah, and I know Dubé and Sharon Govich are not, so I don't know. <laughs> I was just not paying attention when I wrote my notes. Uh, Forsberg had two goals in this Winnipeg game. Yeah. So he was trying. Uh, yeah. Tyson Berry, two assists. Tomasino had the other goal. And then they lost that game to Arizona, which I already mentioned, 7-5. to five. They outshot Arizona 41-25, to 2-4 for four on the penalty kill. Mm-hmm. Forsberg, two goals and an assist. Again, he's trying. Yep. Uh, Nyquist, Yossi, and Novak each had two assists, while Fabro, Sherwood, and O'Reilly had the other goals. But it was in vain because yeah. clearly they were scoring and not playing defense. Nope. Uh, Forsberg, four goals and an assist. He's the, seemingly the only player consistently trying. O'Reilly did hit a thousand games, so good for him. Yeah. 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 Lost it though. I mean, he's trying. They were one for eleven on the power play, eight for eleven on the penalty kill, and they are five and nine overall. Not where you want to be. No. I remember there was a lot of uh, at the end of last year, like right before free agency opened. I remember we talked. And Nashville was doing all these things. They were swinging trades. They were doing yeah, yeah. all this stuff. You know, they sent Janot to Tampa Bay for, like, an entire draft, essentially. Right. And um, 
a lot of people, us included, were like, ooh, I wonder what Barry Trotz has has up his sleeve sure. here, you know? Yeah. He seemingly has a good idea, and then in the offseason, we're like, okay, they signed O'Reilly. Okay, and then they didn't really do anything else. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if Nashville's just like, we're going to get some veterans and then be bad this year. I don't really understand what the plan is right now. I mean, yeah, they got Burnett, and they yeah. want to play a more open offensive game. Sure. I don't know that they have necessarily the team set up for that. That's Obviously, they have Forsberg. O'Reilly can score. Uh, but a lot of their other guys are, like, two-way forwards. And that's you know? kind of it. So, yeah. like, yeah, you can implement a more attacking, more attractive-looking style of hockey, but it's going to take some time to stick. And yeah. you, you're going to go through some growing pains while you get the players that Absolutely. you need to yeah. play that style. Yeah, so I don't know. I think um, I don't think they're going to do anything crazy. Oh, Burnett's this got such a long leash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Nashville is just like uh, kind of in a whatever period right now, and they might. I'm I'm interested to see what they do like towards the trade deadline and stuff, yeah. but we'll see. St. Louis is up next. St. Louis has been playing very well wow. the last several weeks. Two and one this week. Um, they started off the week by losing to Winnipeg five to two. Uh, outshot or got outshot by Winnipeg, thirty-seven to twenty-two. They were one for three on the penalty yep. kill in that game. Shannon Thomas had the, both goals for St. Louis, but then they beat Arizona in a tight game, two to one, where they outshot them thirty-three to twenty. Zero for seven on the power play was St. Louis in this game. Oof. Uh, Thomas and Sundquist scored both goals, while Hoffer was nineteen of twenty for the win. Good for Hoffer. And then, as I already mentioned. Uh, St. Louis stomped Colorado 8-2. to two. A shellacking. Uh, Braden Chen had three goals and an assist. That is a hat-trick yep. in this game. While Pavel, while Pavel Buchnevich also had a hat-trick in this game, but he had a power play goal and two shorthanded goals in this game. Wow. Which I think is the first time since 2000 that somebody has scored both a shorthanded and a power play goal in the That's same crazy. game. And I think I, I couldn't, I didn't remember, I read this somewhere, but I think it's the first time since like the 60s that the Blues have had two players have a hat trick in the same oh, game. Oh, yeah, I think I saw yeah. that too. It was like 65 or something like that. Uh, Robert Thomas, four assists in this game as well. And he's their top player of the week. Dual threat. Two goals, four assists did Robert Thomas have on the week. Lead singer of Matchbox 20. Lead singer of Matchbox 20, not a bad hockey player at all. Two for 12 on the power play was St. Louis. Five for eight on the penalty kill, but they did have those two shorthanded goals from Buchnevich. Mm-hmm. And they are 7-5-1 and one overall. So right right there in the mix for a playoff spot oh, yeah. currently. Moving on and finishing off the Central with the Winnipeg Jets. They were also 2-1 and one this week. They beat St. Louis, as I already mentioned, 5-2. to two. Uh, two for three on the power play was Winnipeg in this game. Kyle Connor, two goals and an assist. Shifley, a goal and two assists. And Ayafalo, four assists Wow, on the game. Winnipeg then beat Nashville that I already mentioned as well. Oh, actually, I mentioned all of these games already. Yep. Uh, they uh, Kyle Connor in this game had three goals and an assist, while Shifley had four assists, and Ayafalo again, and DeMillo had two assists each. That's so crazy. Two big games by Connor... Uh, by Kyle Connor, Mark Shifley, and Alex Iafalo, who is apparently fitting right in to the Winnipeg Jets there. Right. And then they finished off the week by losing to Dallas 3-2. to Perfetti and Dillon had the goals. 
Uh, really close game, but they just couldn't. They they mounted a good comeback, but they just couldn't tie the game up at Did, the end. Didn't have the juice. Kyle Connor is their top player. Three goal, or I'm sorry, five goals and three assists on the week. Three for ten on the power play was Winnipeg with one shorthanded goal against and nine for ten on the penalty kill. They are seven five and two on the season. That's crazy. Winnipeg is also playing pretty well right now. So that's it for the Central. What were you looking up? I'm going to talk about the Atlantic. I there is some Nylander stat that I had to make sure of that I couldn't find, so I won't say it. Okay. Um, it seems like the players didn't know Woodcroft was going to get fired. Oh, really? <laughs> How interesting. Uh, it's saying McDavid looked pretty shell shocked today, so he said he woke up to a text message like everyone else yesterday, and he didn't know it was. Coming. Oh, that's good that it was a text message. Uh, I mean, and not in like a meeting or something. Right? It's like, hey, you got a new head coach in a text. Boy, uh, I saw a picture of McDavid after one of the games. He looks terrible right now. And I think uh, terrible as in, like, very stressed is what I mean. Yes. Um, So, yeah, I don't... So, so yeah, so it's... Shit's going bad in Edmonton. uh, So, I said he woke up with text messages like everyone else yesterday. They didn't know it was coming. Some sense from Dreisaitl, both... Both said this this was on the players, not the coaches. So like it's just oh funny that this. Hey, maybe you guys should play defense then. There's the thought. <laughs> Again, going back to you should coach how to play the defense. No, 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 no. yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Because again, uh, like let's talk about let's talk about the Atlantic. It's both. Um, <laughs> but just the how Holland, the players, Jackson, all. All don't seem to be on the same page. Don't seem to be talking to each yeah. other at the very least. But at least Jackson, the president of Jeff Hockey Johnson, Ops, yeah. and the players both were just like, no, we weren't consulted. No, we, didn't, and he we said didn't we, know this was happening. And he said we did not talk to the players. So maybe players. Ken Holland is the problem. Yeah. No, go figure. Let him walk into the night. Um, <laughs> Walk into the sea. Yeah. So, the Atlantic. This week, I decided, Metaphorically, to, switch, I decided to switch it up. Oh, I hate it. You shouldn't, because it is worse the first. I decided oh, okay. to actually do weird. standing. <laughs> you didn't want to do, like... Latitudinally? Uh, yeah, latitudinally, like that. you did that one time. I already did it. Ugh. That's the point of doing you, it again. You're such a goofball. You're such a little goofball. All right, next week it's by population. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm just going to do mine in alphabetical order, like <laughs> a, like an easy person does. All right. The Atlantic was mad at me for my decision. Except for eighth and first, when I when I typed this when I wrote it mm-hmm. out or the outline oh, they changed out, a bunch. Everyone changed no. except for eight and first. So I got those right. I uh, appreciate them. Starting off in eighth, Ottawa. Oh, Ottawa. Two and one. Worse than Montreal. Two and one. Hey, all right. Six and seven on the season. That's twelve. That's not that bad That's of a record. Twelve I guess. points. Yeah, they're eighth. Um, Toronto, they started the week by beating them 6-3, to three, Corpusalo in net. Uh, Stutzla had a goal and three assists in that game. Uh, then they lost to Vancouver. Some good German players in the league. Stutzla's so good. Stutzla. Um, Cedar. Cedar and Dreisaitl. Uh, yep. All, all German-born players. And depending on what night you get Grubauer. Yes, depending on what night Grubauer is playing, um, he's also good. All right, so Forsberg was in net there. Uh, they outshot Vancouver 30-16. to 16. Jesus Christ. So, five goals on 16 shots. <laughs> That's bad. 
high danger chances. Right, yeah. But it doesn't matter how but, many shots you get. But yeah. only 16 high danger chances. Or 16 chances, five of them high danger. Um, At least five of them high danger. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and then they finished the week by beating Calgary 4-2-1. Corpusello in net again there. He had a 960 save percentage. Drake Batherson had a goal and an assist. And they outshot Calgary 38-25. Look at them. Look at that. And they won. <laughs> Calgary got outshot. I think it's since we've started doing this, um, uh, back when I first started watching hockey, I was like, oh, yeah, the team that wins usually outshoots the other team. Nope. Nope. That's not right. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is not correct at all. Especially when you're talking about Calgary. <laughs> yeah. I uh-huh. don't know if that's just a new trend or what it is, <laughs> but especially not if you're Calgary. <laughs> well, it depends on, like, the again, there's wow. been several games where one team had 40 shots and the other team had 20 or less shots and the team with 20 or less shots won. Quality versus quality. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, but in this game or this week, Stutzla is their top player. One goal, five assists. Pretty good. Montreal, two and two. That's st- Montreal is still doing much better than I think anybody thought they were going to be doing. Also, this is my outline. Not to say where they actually are. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Outline. Outline. At the time where I wrote this, they were in seventh. But now, who knows? <laughs> who knows where they are? Uh, I mean, have... I could look it up, but I'm not going to. We know. It's in sixth. Uh... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were two and two. They are seven, six, and two. That's good for 16 points. That's sixth in the division. Losing to Tampa Bay to start the week. Uh, Allen and Nett. Um... Who came in? Montembeau came in. Montembeau had to come in because Allen didn't last long in the <laughs> that he let in the four goals um so they had to try to mount a comeback oops all goals they were not able to um uh, also only three to three for five on that penalty kill then they beat detroit in overtime three to two caden primu in net oh yeah interesting did jake allen get hurt must have interesting but he came back by the end of the week so that's why it oh okay didn't come up on the injury report um, two for five on that power play. Uh, then they beat Boston in overtime. Wow. Three to two. Montembeau in net. That's got a stig if you're Boston. I mean. So, well, historically your biggest rival in it, Montreal. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then Caden Gooley scored the overtime game winner. Uh, it was a broken play that just came to him and he rocketed it home. It was nice. Aw- it was awesome. Um, and then they finished the week by losing to Vancouver 2-5. to five. Allen back in net. Um, the best team in the league, Vancouver yes. Canucks. Third best. Third best. Uh, they were 5-for-17 on the power play. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. They were efficient Neal- on the power nearly play. Nearly 30%. Yeah. Yeah. Can't ask for too much more than that. 12-for-15 on the penalty kill. You would like that a little uh, bit better. but, it, yeah, but It's not the, not the worst. Not though. the worst. Mike Matheson is their top offensive player. Good for him. Top scoring player with two goals and three assists on the week. Look at him. That's five points for in four him. games. I like Mike Matheson. Yeah. I do. You would like him more on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Well, well I don't know. It, it, because, you know, who knows what, yeah. what would have happened if he was still on the Penguins. They might have made the playoffs last year. They might not have. They might have Eric Carlson. They might not. Right. I don't know. Uh, Buffalo up next, 1-1-1. One, one, they are 7-7-1. Seven, seven it's 15 points. They're in 7th. Oh, Buffalo. Here's the thing. Bet- between... There's probably like, what, two or three points separating 2nd and 7th or something? Because uh, that's how the Metro is, too. 
Yes. I actually have to find second for a second. Um, there is math. Math. Four points. There's yeah. Four points separating yep. second and second. Yep. It's super cool. I think, I, actually, I think that is the same thing as second and seventh in the Metro as well. Gotta love the Eastern Conference. Oh, they hate each other. It's great. Where, um, where um, what is it? Uh, 13 of, no, 14 of the 16 teams could potentially make the playoffs. Yep. At, at this point right now. The fact that Washington is in third place in the, yeah. that yeah, conference with two games in hand. Oh, my God. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> um, is there anybody else? Buffalo. I I think we found a pro- I think I found a problem. Okay. And let me know if you can tell. Like, mm-hmm. Tell me. See see what happens when I when I get to it. They they started the week by losing to Carolina in overtime two to three. Uh, Luke and, and Net um, their face off they were uh, one nineteen lost twenty eight. Might say that one more time. Face offs they won nice one nineteen they mm-hmm. lost twenty eight. It's not good. No. All right, Minnesota. Three to two win there. You talked about that. Mm-hmm. Levi was back in net there. Um, three for five on that penalty kill in that game. So both 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 goals against were on the power play. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> or I mean, not good, but it wasn't five on five. Uh, it's not good for the penalty kill. Um, they for faceoffs they won fifteen and they lost forty. Moving they on, they lost forty. Moving on, shut out by Pittsburgh. Oh, to, yeah. Four nothing. Lukanen in net there. He posted a nine two three save percentage. Yeah, in net. the Oda Penguins had I believe forty shots in that game. Yes, thirty nine. Um, oh, excuse me. Yeah, you're excused. Uh, for faceoffs, they won seventeen and then lost thirty. That's not as bad as the second game. No, actually won. Yeah. So, uh, so they're not good on faceoffs. So adding all of that up, they were thirty four percent. On the face-off dot for the week. Um, for the people who don't know why that's bad, that means that's you don't get... If pretty much immediately losing control of the you're puck. You're losing control of the puck. Offensively, you're losing out on a chance to score a goal. And defensively, yeah. they're getting a chance to yep. score a goal. Yep. Um, they were also 8 for 12 on the penalty kill. Yeah. That's not what you want. It's not great. And no. I want to shout out Tage Thompson, who was... The team averaged thirty three percent on that face off. <laughs> um, the team average. Yeah, he was. Uh, he fourteen face off wins, twenty eight face off losses, thirty three percent. Yeah, was a, You're supposed to be one of the top centers in the league. Get that better. He's one of the top scoring centers in the league, not face off centers. I mean, if you want more chances to score, win more face offs. I guess that's true. <laughs> well, that that reminds me of uh, back in. Crosby's like early years he had similar numbers like he would score a lot of points he wasn't that great at the face-offs but then one offseason he did nothing but practice face-offs and now he's great at them well looking at that yeah he showed Tage Thompson the thing or two yeah yeah (laughs) he's like hey watch this and he just yeah face off against um hey check this out right so uh you want those face-off percentages to change to be more 50 percent I don't know if the mic picked that. Picked oh, it up did. Ruthie yawning like that and making a loud noise. Wanting attention through yawn. What? All right. Uh, moving on. Ruthie. To, moving on to Toronto. Three and one. Hey. Okay. Three and one. Um. 
eight, five, and two on the season. They have eighteen points. They are fourth in the division right okay. now. Um, it's a close division, though. Clo- very close division, and the, the issue with them is defense. And we'll get into why. Uh, they start the week by beating Tampa Bay, six to five overtime win. Oh yes, did they have to come back? They in did. This game? Yeah. Same same thing as last time they beat Tampa Bay in overtime. They were down. They had to come back. Uh, Samsonov gave up four goals on twelve shots. Got yanked. Wall Wall stood strong. Uh, Cali Yarnko had two goals, including the overtime game winner, and they were one for three on the penalty kill. Losing to Ottawa three to six. All of these are home games, by the way. Oh. Wow. They're all whole home. week at home. Whole week at home. Three to six loss. Wall, uh, wall and net. Oops, um, sorry. Don't have much to say there. Uh, f- five to four shootout win against Calgary. Again, Wall. Um, two for two with a shorthanded goal on the penalty kill. Willie Nylander had two goals and assist in that game. And then a five to two win against Vancouver. Sam mm-hmm. Sonoff played very well. Like the first one of the first times all season he's played great. That he's looked good. Um, yeah. Thirty-one for thirty-three, nine-three-nine save percentage. Uh, Noah Gregor, Noah Gregor. Yep. One goal and assist in that game, and they were outshot twenty-two to twenty-three. Um, two for eight on the power play, not bad. Nine for fourteen on the penalty kill. Ooh. Their defense is not good. Yeah, that's really. That's surprising they won three games. All right, so the difference between Edmonton and Toronto this year mm-hmm. is Toronto has two star pl- or sorry, Edmonton has two star players, and Toronto has four, and those four are able to are actually scoring score, currently, yeah, um, and make up for the yeah that god awful. Well, we defense. didn't even mention it. Uh, another big problem in Edmonton is they haven't been scoring. They have not been scoring. Yeah. Um, they put up some uh we'll talk about that one game mm-hmm. uh willie needlander is their top player with four goals and three assists on the week before we move on just uh, uh, pertaining to toronto i thought it was pretty funny that um they brought up some younger guy named mccann McC- from and they finally scratched reeves. and they scratched reeves and that line that reeves was on that mccann is now on has been playing so much better well because it reminded me because Noah Gregor's on that line, too. Yep. They, Toronto got to the same amount of time of playing Reeves as the Rangers did last year. Yeah. And what did the Rangers it do? Just, they, they scratched them. They, they scratched them. They shipped them out. Yeah. They were done with them. But here's the thing. Also, if you wave... Um, well, th- this is also the same conclusion that Pittsburgh came to when they got Reeves as yeah. well. That was just like, oh, okay. And Vegas. Yeah. And St. Louis. And... Well, back back when he was on St. Louis, he was better. He was better. But, yes. you know, age is catching up By to him, too. St. Yeah. Louis. Well, also, uh, they scratched, or Klingberg became the seventh defenseman. Age is catching up to him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Klingberg was never good at playing defense anyway. He was but, never good at playing defense. But at least he could get points but, to offset that. But talking about last year, when he was, like, the Ducks were so bad on defense, you didn't know if it, like... If it was Klingberg. If it was Klingberg or just the Ducks being bad at defense. Yeah. Um, he's... 
over his career, he's had a bunch of like hip and lower body injuries, and mm. now they're catching up to him. Yeah. They already have Morgan Riley doing what he was Kling- an offensive defenseman yeah. doing what Klingberg does did does and did on Dallas. He's kind of redundant, so yeah. why well, I mean, get him in the first place? Having multiple uh, highly skilled offensive defensemen can work. You can argue that it's kind of working in Pittsburgh right at the moment. Yeah. It's kind of working in Pittsburgh. Um, but that's the thing. Like and it, it's worked in Colorado too. But 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 when they're not like as good, then it really becomes an issue when they're not scoring and also not playing defense. I would argue that for Colorado, Byers, well, the, this is apples to oranges because right. we're talking about McCarr as one of them. He's good at both. Well, McCarr and Carlson are in that elite tier, and you can of offense, yeah, of offensive defensemen. And you can look at um, Byram and Taves for Colorado as mm-hmm. well as being a, still a star. Yeah. Um, Taves more than Byram, just because Byram's younger. He's yes. like 22 or something. Um, but with, like, adding multiple Dougie Hamiltons to your team is not going to help your defense. That's fair. That's fair. And Klingberg is in the Dougie Hamilton range. Well, and they already have a yeah. Morgan Riley. That's true. Well, just to, just to... Same with, like, Tyson Berry. Yeah, I guess that's true. And you keep... But people keep... Is Tyson Berry still on... No, he's on Nashville. Yes. Now, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, But if you, like, you keep going for these Tyson Berries, Dougie Hamiltons... Uh, hoping that they're going to be an Owen Power, a Macar, yeah. a Carlson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you kind of end up like... Be like, well, they're not. Well, they're not, yeah. and now we have to not only really <laughs> protect them. Not only do they not score as much as Macar or Carlson, um, they also don't play defense. Right, so. so... So you have to... You can ignore that with Carlson. You'd be like, oh, well, he had 100 points last year, so who cares about him playing defense? But like... Not when you're not scoring at all. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, Darlene and Bakar do both. Yeah. They score a bunch of points and play de- defense. Yep. So, And you can even argue to a lesser extent, uh, like somebody like Latang plays more defense than than Klingberg does as well. Yeah. Um, so that that's, again, yeah. I don't know what Tree Levin was thinking when he took on. Eh, like, you know. When he made a bunch at least of they signings. Didn't, at least they didn't give, I don't think they gave... Klingberg, he has a one-year deal. It's a one-year. It? Yeah. It's four point five million. Is it? Ew. Look, that's too much. Tree Living has. I have to look that up. He had. Six, I believe you, but he had sixteen million dollars to work with this offseason. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? That's and he went and, so out and got much John Klingberg. money. He went and got John Klingberg and Ryan Reeves for Toronto. Yeah. To have. No, he's making one point nine million. Oh wait, no, no, no. that's Reeves. Never mind. Never mind. That's Reeves. That was from 2016 for Klingberg. Ignore me. Yeah. Why didn't I just write cap friendly? Um, okay. Yes, I'm sorry. Keep going. So they, Toronto is currently in fourth place, but defensively... No, this, you're, you're right. 4.15 million for Klingberg. This is the first time since the 70s they've let in four-plus goals at home in a row. Oof. Yeah, that's no good. And the 80s... The, 80s Toronto team was bad. So. Yeah, in the 80s, nobody played defense. Oh. So that's. 
That's crazy that it yeah, didn't happen in the worse 80s either. Yeah, defense than the 80s. That's insane. All right. Um, Toronto. Yeah, we talked about Toronto. Detroit. 1-1-1. Uh, one, one and one. Okay. 8-5-2. Detroit's cooled off a little bit. 18 points. They're in third. Yeah, they're still playing well, but they, they were off to a real hot start. Right, but... And they, they're kind of cooled off a little bit, but... They started by losing to the Rangers 3-5. to five. Again, no yeah. shame there. Uh, Rangers are most hot. teams. Most teams are losing to the Rangers right um, now. So. Then they lost to Montreal in overtime, 2-3. to three. Reimer in net. Um, and then they finished off the week by beating Columbus, 5-4. Uh, yep. I don't have a lot to say about them. Uh, they were 0 for 13 on the power play, 7, seven for 11 on the penalty kill. 0 for 13. Yeah. 7 for 11 is not good either. No. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, it's not. They let in two power. They let in two power play goals the first two games, and they were finally three for three against Columbus. Yeah. Um. Well, once again, that's the Rangers' pretty much bread and butter is scoring right. power play goals. So, uh, Christian Fisher is their top player. I forgot he was on Detroit. I knew you were going to yeah. say that. I knew it because I well, I did too. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember. It was either. I think it was the Columbus game I was looking at, and I was like, Christian Fisher? He's on Detroit? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. One goal and three assists. It's just like, I don't know why that we just lose track of some players, and then they're <laughs> like, wait a minute, they're on Detroit? Wait a minute, they're on Arizona? What? I I was writing this in, and my brain was just like, Bert's going to be surprised. I, I was. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was pretty surprised yesterday when I was doing my notes. I was like, Christian Fisher? Um, all right. Now we are talking about... Uh, the team that probably had the best week, Florida, the Panthers, four and zero. Four and zero. Four and zero. Here come the Panthers, baby. Nine four and one. They're finally looking like the team that went to the Stanley Cup final 19 last year. Nineteen points. Was that is that They're, second? Third? That is second. Second. Um, that is second. We're talking about them because they were in third to start last. Week. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now they are in second. Uh Two, sorry. Yeah, two is the right. Two. Two, o- two overtime wins in a row, both against Columbus and Washington. Then That's they, fine. I mean, win yeah, any way you can. Win is a win. But Brofsky played all four games. Oh, wow. Uh, Carolina, they beat 5-2, to two, and then they beat Chicago, like Bert mentioned earlier, 4-3. to three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Against Columbus, Verhage had the overtime game winner. They outshot Columbus 46-23. to 23. Washington, Sam Reinhart was one, one goal, one assist, and I believe the overtime game winner. Um, then Barkov against Carolina had a goal and an assist, and f- finishing against Chicago, Reinhart had two goals and two assists in that game. Two for eight on the power play, nine for ten on the penalty kill. Sam Reinhart is your top player with three goals and seven assists. Damn. Yeah. Ten, Damn. Point, ten point week. That's Sam Reinhart. That's impressive. Um, I think there was some statistic Barkov is now the all-time leader for Florida. In points. In points, yeah. In points. Is it, was that what it was? He yeah. passed over, though. Yeah, I think this yeah. week, This week, right? Yes, yeah. yes, he did. Good for him. I, I mean, mean, that makes sense. He's one of the best players that's ever played in Florida, So, he is, if not the best player that's ever played in Florida. He's extremely underrated because yeah, of... Yeah, people always forget about him. Because uh, he plays in Florida and all the other teams that are in, in his division, like... 
the Boston, Boston Tampa Bay, Tampa, yeah, Toronto. Boston, Tampa Bay, Toronto, even Montreal. Get more press. Yeah. yeah. Um, but hey, you know, Florida. Montreal hasn't had a center like Barkov, but you know. That's true. Not in a long time. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Barkov is it's crazy. freaking amazing. It's crazy the teams that came in in like the 90s and you're like, oh yeah, he just got whatever it is, 700 points yeah. or whatever. And he's the all-time leader. And, I, and here I am with Pittsburgh that has Yager yeah, and yeah, Lemieux yeah. and Crosby. And I'm like, that's not that many points. Right. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm spoiled. You know, I'm spoiled <laughs> like an Edmonton fan is also spoiled. You know, they yeah. had Messier and Gretzky and right. all of them. I'm, I'm watching myself like with Baxter Minovi. It's just like, this is my spoiled. It, hey, they got a championship. Yeah. That's, that's all I care about. More than a lot of other teams. Look, so. when they make a statue. Yeah. It'll be both of them. It should be when Ovi and Baxter are carrying the trophy together. That would be a great statue. Because that would be a great statue. Because Baxter can't, because his fingers fucking broken, <laughs> hands fucking broken. That would be a wonderful statue. Uh, th- that should yeah. be it. You heard it here first, Capitals. That's the statue you should make. I That's agree. The statue. And I'm a Penguins fan. I agree. That should be the statue. Um. All right. Tampa Bay is up right now. Or, or them sitting on a couch eating cereal together. That's oh, a pretty that, funny commercial. That's a great I would commercial. say yeah, that yeah, is also yeah. a pretty no, good yeah. statue. Um, Tampa Bay, 1-2-1, one, 6-5-4, and, one, six, five, and four. 16 points. They're the second last team that we're yeah, talking about. Four overtime losses this they early in the season. They are in fifth in this division Yeah, I was going right to say, now. they've dropped down. Right where yeah. I said they were going to be. <laughs> I wish Boston was where I said they were going to be. <laughs> Fourth place, yeah. Um, I think I said fifth place for Boston and not making the playoffs. Oh, that, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, that was that was you know I was shooting yeah, I was yeah, shooting big. That's what, that's what I was doing for Tampa. I was I was um, I was big league swinging. For all that, right, for that. Uh, yeah, they have four overtime losses. Uh, the ones at Toronto to start the week. Johansson in net there. Kucherov had two, two goals and two assists. Dang. Um, in that loss. Then they beat Montreal. Mentioned earlier, Tompkins at 29 years old gets his first NHL win. Good for him. Yeah. Hey, just like Roman Chekmanek. Yeah. He came into the league at 29 as well. Um, R.I.P. Then we had a 3-5 to five loss against Chicago, like Bert said. Sorelli mm-hmm. uh, had a goal and assist in that game. Um and then they got shut out by Carolina. Yes, they did. They got shut out by Carolina. They got outshot by 10, 33 to 22 yep. in that game. They were 5 for 15 on the power play. Wow. That's you would have thought they would have won more games. You, you would have thought that. With a 30% power, 33% power play. Um, 14 for 17 on the penalty kill. It's not the... That, it, could, that could be better. That but... could be better, but... Everything... 17? Wait, they how many games did they play? They played four, four games. Okay. I was gonna say, I thought, I thought for a second they played three and seventeen penalties in three games is a lot. Three, six, five, and three. Nah. Yeah. Either way, um, you would. That means all the other goals were five on five. Oof. Kucherov is their top player. He did not play in the Carolina game. Four goals, three assists. Fair enough. Yeah. And Boston's good. We get it. But <laughs> Boston's good. Two zero oh, and one. Eleven one and Stop. two. Stop. Stop it. Stop 11, being good. You're 11, supposed to be bad. You're supposed to at least be worse this year. 24 points there in first, beating Dallas 3-2. to two. Swayman in net. Uh, they're just alternating goalies by, by the way. I mean, that's fine. You have two should. really good goalies, yeah. Uh, Beecher had his first career 
NHL goal. Oh, good for him. Um, might have been the game winner. Um, then they beat the Islanders five to two. Allmark in net. They gave up a shorthanded goal and gave up a power play goal. The only goal, power play goal that they faced. Mm. Charlie Coyle had a hat trick. Yes, he did. And an assist. Yeah, he did. Four point night. Uh, and then they lost to Montreal in overtime, swimming in the net there. Marchand had a goal and an assist. Uh, nine. No, 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 no. Four for 11 on the power play. And then six for eight on the penalty kill. Marchand and Pasta are their top points getters. Two goals, three assists, and then one goal and four assists, respectively. What's their record? Did you say their record? 11, one, and two. Man, fuck you, Boston. Right? Uh, one thing I did want positively I wanted to say about Boston was um, I know we dogged on Jim Montgomery last season because he made that quote about like, oh, Bergeron coaches like Yay. more than me or something. Um, clearly, he's a very good coach because yeah, they're 11-1-2. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Clearly. So, <laughs> you know, Jim Montgomery is a good coach. The only reason he's not still the coach of Dallas is that he Alcoholism. had an alcohol problem. Yes. That I'm assuming is taken care of now. He, no, so. he went to rehab. Yeah, he, no, that's why he stepped away from Dallas. He stepped away. He wasn't yeah. arrested or anything. No, 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 no. He, 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 made, the, he made the away. decision himself to step away, um, which a, a, a plot. That, a plot. That takes strength to do. All right. We're going to talk about another <sighs> uh, coach at some point who is so much better than, or uh-huh. making a team look really good. I'm not 100% sure who you're talking about yet, but we'll get to it. Oh, is it Rod Brindamore? No. Nope. Oh, okay. Carolina 2 and 1 this week. I I don't I actually don't know who you're talking about off the top of my head, but um they started off the week by beating Buffalo 3 to 2 in overtime. Uh-huh. Can I change that? Uh they made it they're they're making a coach previous coach look really bad. Now go. Okay. Uh, 3-2 to two overtime by Carolina over Buffalo. Brady Shea, goal and assist. D'Angelo, a goal. And Martin Nachos had the overtime game winner. Mm-hmm. They then lost to Florida, as Clay just mentioned, 5-2. to two. Ajo and Coach Kenyemi had the goals in that game. They then shut out Tampa Bay for nothing. Yep. As Clay already mentioned, Burns and Ajo had a goal and an assist each in that game. Nason and Taravainen had the other goals. Well, Kochekov had 22 saves yeah. in the shutout. Ajo is their top player. Two goals, three assists. They were two for ten on the power play. They did give up a shorthanded goal against. Yep. And eight for nine on the penalty kill. They are nine and six overall. Pretty good. I mean, pretty good. Pretty good. At, at times, Carolina has looked kind of iffy. Shaky in the back. Yeah. Nine and six, you know, nothing to complain about there. But uh, One of the things is I've seen is Orloff has not been the best defensively. Um, ah, well... Yeah. Well, no, he's a, he previously had been pretty good defensively. Well, what it is is very much that change of system. Boston and Washington play zone defense. Oh, okay. That does he's make a lot of sense. He's now being asked to play to man-to-man. It, it's going to take time for him to adjust. He'll get there. Yeah. He'll he'll get, will, he's a good enough defenseman. He he'll get there. Very much adjust. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Columbus next. Oh, Columbus. Oh, Columbus. Oh, two and two this week. Well, what did we expect? Uh, this. Yeah, this is what we this. expected of yeah. Columbus, yeah. I, I'll i be honest, until like the last couple of weeks, Columbus looked okay. Yeah. And then just like the last two weeks, they've been terrible. 
losing to Florida 5-4 to four in overtime. It's overtime. That's not terrible. They blew a lead, whatever. That, that's not <laughs> terrible. They were outshot 46-23. to um, Tessier had a goal and an assist. Jenner, Marchenko, and Corrali had the other goals. Uh, they did blow a lead, as Clay mentioned, and they blew another lead against Dallas, where they lost 5-2. to two. They were up 2 to nothing from goals by Boone Jenner and Marchenko. I forgot that Florida had to come back when I was talking about Florida in that game. As soon as you were yeah, like, yeah. talking, you said, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Columbus was up 2 to nothing in this game, and then Dallas scored five unanswered goals. Just like against uh, Florida. Just like against Florida. Uh, Detroit then beat Columbus, as Clay already mentioned, 5-4. to four. Corrali, Fantilli, Laine, who returned to the lineup, mm-hmm. and Tessier had goals in that game. Well, then they finish off the week by losing to the Rangers 4-3 to three in a shootout, outshot 40-28. to 28. Corrali, Fantilli, and Danforth had the goals in that game. Blew that lead. And they blew that lead with 11 seconds left by letting the Rangers tie it and then beat them in a shootout. Uh, the winning shootout goal was done by the guy who tied it. Oh, yes, it was. But we'll get to him in a second. Yeah, I know. Uh, good Branson. Normally, 0-2-2, I would not give them a top player. But, hey, Eric Gabranson had five assists this week. Yeah, he's So you shut right. up. He's their top player. <laughs> he does not score that much, and he had five assists in this game. <laughs> the Devils, surprisingly. Oh, uh, uh, Columbus, one for seven on the power play. Five for eight on the penalty kill. Did have a shorthanded goal. Four, seven, and four. A lot of short-handed in, goals. Yeah, there week. were a lot of short-handed lot of goals this week. Um, Columbus is in last place yep. in the Metropolitan Division. New Jersey, surprisingly, 0-2 this week. Now, less surprising because I remembered after I did my notes that Jack Hughes is injured. Yeah, he is hurt. Yeah, so that is not helping at all. Uh, they lost Colorado 6-3, where they were outshot 32-23, to 2 for 6 on the power play. So two of their three goals were on the power play. Toffoli and Hamilton each had a goal and an assist, while Meyer had the other goal. Yep. Uh, and then they lost to Washington 4-2, straight up. Meyer and Mercer had the only goals in that game. 2-10 uh, for 10 on the power play with a shorthanded goal against. They pulled Vanacek quick. Did they? He let in two goals and they yanked him. They're, t- I, they're, um, they're floundering a little bit without Hughes in the lineup, so I'm wondering if they're just like, trying their best right now those two goals did come like quick Pretty back quick. to back yeah. but it was in the second period i believe so mm. it to me might have just been one of those things they're like you know what let's just try to me it was boy. a pretty quick yank for banachek well who knows uh they were eight for nine on the penalty kill seven five and one overall still not bad nope uh they don't get top player no oh and two all right, moving on. Nope, went the wrong way again with my notes. Way to go. I cannot, I should not buy a top. You've a top. learned for next year. I've, I've, no, I've learned for later this season because it's not even that many pages. <laughs> the Islanders, O and three. Thank Christ. This, <laughs> this week. Losing to Minnesota four to two. They're the only win for Minnesota this week who, oh, were, who yeah. was also one and three. Uh, Wallstern and Dobson had the only goals. Losing to Boston, as Clay already mentioned, 5-2. to two. They are one for one on the power play in that game. Yeah. One for three on the penalty kill. Holmstrom nope. and Nelson had the goals. When then they finished off the week by losing to Washington 4-1, to one, where Romanoff had the only goal in that game. I didn't realize that. <laughs> two for seven on the power play. Five for eight on the penalty kill. Did have a shorthanded goal. Boo. Uh, five, five, and three are the Islanders. 
yikes right now. They're, yeah, they're, um, I think they're in sixth place currently yes. in, in the Metro. Uh, boy. They didn't fix anything. Nope. <laughs> Remember how we mentioned they didn't do anything in the offseason? No. This is what's going to happen. They did make the playoffs last year, so the, and they still can. Yeah, but, they can, but... Um, not looking like this right now. Mm-mm. 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 Their cross-city rivals, the Rangers, went 3-0 and this week. Beating Detroit 5-3, to as Clay already mentioned. 2-3 for three on the power play in that game. Yep. Trocek, two goals. Panarin and Kreider, a goal and an assist each. While Cooley, who is their young upstart uh, um, rookie. I think he's hurt. Oh, I didn't see that. It, uh, I think it's very report. new. Got it. Well, he had a goal, too. Uh, they then beat Minnesota 4-1, to one, as I already mentioned. Lafreniere and Trocek each had a goal and two assists, while Panarin had a goal and an assist. And Wheeler, Blake Wheeler. Got his first goal. Got his first goal as a Ranger. Then they beat the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, as I already mentioned, 4-3 in a shootout. Lafreniere, two goals Mm -hmm. in that game, and the shootout game winner. Yes. The only goal in the shootout. Uh, He was the one that tied the game with 11 seconds left. Uh, Kreider had a goal and an assist, and Panarin, two assists. Trocek, Panarin, and Lafreniere each had six points this week. Yeah. Uh, they were 3-for-7 on the power play. Uh, they did give up a shorthanded goal against. 8-for-8 eight eight on the penalty kill. 11-2-1 on is, the season. This is One the point behind the, the Bruins. This is the team I was talking about. This is, I thought this was the team Gallant you were talking about. seems like he sucks as a coach. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Remember, remember you got fired going to the playoffs yeah. in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he got fired weirdly from the Panthers, too, and then fired from the Rangers. And uh, weirdly, I don't know if it ever occurred to him to maybe play Lafreniere and Panarin on the same line. Holy shit. And it's uh, really working right now. Look, so I understand development takes time. And uh, certainly not everyone is going, not every high pick is going to be Mc, your McDavid's sure. or your sure. Bedard's. Um, like for, for LA, I knew he was, or. Byfield. Quinton Byfield yeah. was going to be good. It was just going to take time. It was just going to take some time. Something Especially if, with the illness that he had, too. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, for Lafreniere, his skating concerned me, but I was wrong. Doesn't Apparently doesn't matter while I was, he's playing with Panarin. So. I was wrong. It does, so, um, I'm, yeah. Uh, maybe play him more than nine minutes a night on the third line, and yeah. you'll get results. I'm not so, sure if their center is Trocek. It would track if their center is Trocek. But if not, it's Zabinajad. So, yeah, weirdly. I think Trocek's playing on, like, the third. Oh, well, he had a good line. week, too, so oh, it yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, Rangers looking really, really good. Only one point behind Boston. Oh, look, a competent coach uh, makes this team. Ah, we'll fuck it up somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the only team that chokes harder than the Rangers is Boston, so. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, actually, well, Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. yeah, Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Toronto. Uh, Philadelphia. So, New York oh. is the third biggest, fourth biggest Washington chokers in the <laughs> And I didn't want to throw yeah. Washington. <laughs> I'll throw Washington under the bus. Look, of those teams that we mentioned, Washington's the only one with a championship in the last 15 years. 
No, 14 years. When did Boston win? 2010? 13 years? Whatever. 11. 11. Whatever. Last 10 years, let's say. Washington's the only one with a championship, so. Woo! All right, let's talk about Philadelphia. Hey, 2-1. 2-1. Look at them. Uh, they did lose to the San Jose Sharks. Yeah, but look who they beat. Two to one. Mm-hmm. They lost to the San Jose Sharks. Yes. Uh, both Pennsylvania teams, I will say, were on West Coast trips this week. Yes, they uh, were. Pittsburgh played San Jose the last game last week. Pittsburgh, uh, you know, just to remind you, won ten to two. But uh, Philly <laughs> lost to San Jose two to one. Close game. They outshot San Jose thirty nine to nineteen. Uh, Joel Faraby had a goal, and I just wrote shameful. Look. All I'm saying is someone is going to overpay Mackenzie Blackwood next year. Not based on that Pittsburgh game, they're not. Uh, based on this Philly game, maybe. The rest of his week. Oh, look at that that overtime loss against uh, Colorado. Uh, maybe you're right. 51 shots. Okay, hold on. <laughs> let's, let's Just because you mentioned it, you want to take a guess how much money he's going to get in the offseason? Oh. $3 million. That's what I'm guessing. And that'll be that's too much. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you give Mackenzie Blackwood three something, million. Something in that range, he's gonna get that. If he if he plays okay the rest of the year, somebody will be like, he's a fine, he's fine. You know what? It'll probably be Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Philly, a shameful loss, but they followed it up by beating Anaheim six to three. Uh, Owen Tippett two goals, Sondheim a goal and two assists, Katerie Atkinson, and my new favorite boy, Belpedio. Uh, <laughs> Louis Belpedio had another goal. Um, Atkinson had an assist on top of that. Uh, then they beat the LA Kings. Yeah, that was a big win. Yeah, uh, they were outshot by the Kings 37-26. Morgan Frost, two goals. Tippett, a goal and an assist. And Atkinson, another goal. Yeah. Uh, they have dueling top players. Owen Tippett, three goals and an assist. Sondheim, goal and three assists. Not a bad week for Philly. They're not looking bad. Man, Tippett walked uh, Vetrano again in the Anaheim game. He walked Vetrano and scored like a shorthand. Uh, it wasn't shorthand, but um, scored a that goal. goal. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, man, that was wow. <laughs> yeah. So, Philly, hey, not looking half bad with Tortorella at the helm. Yeah. Say what you want about Tortorella. He's not a terrible coach. Mm-mm. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Here come the Pittsburgh Penguins. Three <laughs> and oh, this week. They finished off their uh, West Coast road trip, beating Anaheim two to nothing. Crosby yep. and Zohorna had the goals in that game. It was actually a shared shutout between Jari and Magnus Helberg. Because Jari with an injury. Yes. He um it was kind of a weird sequence. His his mask got like knocked askew by somebody in front of the net. I don't remember who on. It was somebody on Anaheim inadvertently hit, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit his head and knocked his mask askew, and then he took a shot to the face as oh, well. Oh, oh, no. Apparently, I don't know if he got a black eye or some sort of facial injury. He did come back for the third game He's of the week. Fine. He's fine. He came back for the He's third fine. game. I'm just trying to explain the shared shutout. Yeah, but... Don't just... roll your eyes at me. I'm going to talk about your team in a second. But... We know what I know what happened in that third game. So keep going. <laughs> I've already talked about that third game. All right. So Pittsburgh then followed that up by beating LA 4-3 in overtime. They were outshot by LA as well, 36 to 20. Crosby a goal and an assist. Gensel and Eller uh, also had goals. Eller's was a shorthanded goal. Yep. I will say. And then Russ scored the overtime game winner. He scored twice. it twice. 
because uh, he scored it once, and he was very clearly offside once it was yeah, reviewed. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely offside. And then he came back on the ice, and he scored it immediately afterwards like again. And that seconds. one counted. Yeah. He pointed. He pointed, and he won. Yep. And then Pittsburgh finished off the week by shutting out Buffalo 4 to nothing. Who was in net? Uh, I'll get to that in a second. It's so he was fine. <laughs> Eric Carlson had two goals in this game, while Malkin, goal and an assist. O'Connor, his first goal of the season. And Jari, 35 saves on the shutout. And I will say, uh, Buffalo did get 35 shots in this game, but Pittsburgh pretty much dominated this oh, game. Oh, yeah. No, it was crazy. Um, Buffalo's shots were... They had chances, especially in the first period, but after, like, the halfway point of the first period, Pittsburgh just controlled this entire game. They were perimeter shots, no chance. No. Or, like... Uh, there, were, yeah, there was a couple of chances, but... Yeah, minimal. Yeah, but uh, Pittsburgh was as close to dominating this game as, as you could be by also giving up 35 shots. And Tristan Jari is their top player, um, I'm going to give him one and a half shutouts uh, <laughs> since I think he, well, whatever. He had the shared shutout uh, with uh, Helberg in the first game. Um, so no goals at all yep. in the two games that he played. And uh, yeah. All right. Let's talk about Washington. Go ahead. Quick game. Going back to the Rangers, which game did Louis Domingue get their start? Did he? Oh, that's right, because Shesterkin is injured. Shesterkin has not played a game this week, past two weeks. Uh, yeah, he's technically day-to-day, but John, Jonathan Quick has been the starter. I don't know off the top of yeah. my head. Yeah, so they're winning with Louis Domingue in net. And the shell of Jonathan Quick. So, God, I hate them. That All right. is, again, Gallant sucks. I hate everybody in the Metropolitan Division, <laughs> including sometimes the Penguins. <laughs> yep. Uh, Washington, 2-0-1 this week. Oh, uh, Pittsburgh, 7-for-6 overall. I keep forgetting to say it. Yeah, the power yeah. play and penalty kill numbers. 7-for-6 overall is their record. Uh, I believe they're 6th in the division. 1-for-7 uh, on the power play with a shorthanded goal against. 8-for-8 eight eight on the penalty kill with a shorthanded goal for. Yeah. Okay, Washington, 2-0-1 this week. Beat, er, yes, got beat by Florida 4-3 to three in overtime. Mantha, two goals in this game. McMichael, a goal and an assist. And then Mantha left with an injury. And then Mantha got injured. Uh, Washington <laughs> then beat the Devils 4-2. to two. Kuznetsov, yep. two goals. Abe Kubel, a goal and an assist. Uh, Malenston had a goal. What is it? Molliston. Molliston had a goal. Uh, and Wilson, two assists. Yeah. They then beat the Islanders to finish things off. Ovi, two goals in this game. Protoss and Dowd had the other goals. Well, Shepard... Was it Hunter Shepard? Yes, it that is. His name? Yeah, okay. 36 of 37 for that win. Because Kemper is hurt. Right, yes. Uh, five players for Washington had three points this week. For them. Good Good spread out score. Um, real quick, Popple, mm-hmm. uh, for your injuries, I was looking it up. Looking it up. Popple Fransu. Oh, yes, I forgot done. to mention. Yeah, he's, um, he might be done in general. Yeah. Because I body. believe... Uh, I think it specifically it was an, he had to have surgery on his his uh, abductor muscle. Oh, that's in his abdomen, yep. which is really bad. Mm-hmm. And um, he's back in the check with his family. Is he? Yeah. Well, they they, they already, said he was done for the year. Yeah, the Avalanche already said he was done for the year. He's a free agent after this year. I don't know that anybody's going to sign no. him with his injury no. history. So unfortunate. Yeah. All right, let's finish things off. Let's finish things off. Uh, the Pacific was super nice. In all the standings of when I made this outline, stayed, stayed the, the same. same. Stayed the exact same. How how polite of them. That's so nice yeah. of them. 
Uh, all right, we're going to start with San Jose in the best week they're going to have for the entire season. Who knows? Biggest comeback season now. They had two wins. They were two and two. They're not going to get better than two. And they two. only need six more they're to not, not be the worst team in history. Going to be better than two and two. Uh, <laughs> I can see them being not the worst team in NHL history. Now, but, now that they have two wins, I could be like, yeah, they might get double-digit yeah. wings just off of of fluke. You know? Um, two, twelve and one on the season. <sighs> Jesus Christ! Five points. Yeah. Eighth. Um, yeah. Not that far behind Edmonton, though. It's not far behind. Yeah. Uh, because it is one win behind. Yeah, two uh, points behind Edmonton. Two points behind Edmonton, but we're not talking about Edmonton. No, we're not talking yet. about the not Shark yet. Tank. Two one win over Philadelphia, like Bert said. Mackenzie Blackwood with a nine seven nine save percentage. Uh, Duclair had a goal and an assist in this game. Like Bert said, they were outshot thirty nine to nineteen. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Edmonton, they beat them. Yes, like they did. we said they were gonna. Uh, three to two win. Blackwood again, nine five one save percentage. They were outshot forty one to eighteen in that game. Tomas Hurdle a goal and an assist. Then uh, they went back to what they were doing. They got shut out by Vegas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Five, went, back, went back to being the Sharks. Five nothing. Uh, Kakinen in net there. They were zero for four on the power play and gave up a shorthanded goal. Um, they didn't have to do any penalty killing in that game. They didn't take a penalty in that They game? didn't take a penalty. So 0 for 4 huh. with a shorthanded goal against. <laughs> Negative 1 for 4. Negative 1 for 4 and didn't have to kill a penalty. Huh. Yeah. Um, outshot 39 to 20. That always blows my mind when a team doesn't get any penalties yeah, called against them. Uh, or, well, no power plays against them at the very least. Outshot 39 to 20. Uh, then Anaheim, they lost four to one. Blackwood in net there. He still put up a nine oh nine oh nine because he got they got outshot forty four to twenty six. They try to pedal him at the trade deadline. I I'm, I'm te- I can already I'm call it. I'm telling yeah. you, someone will overpay for him. Mm-hmm. Somebody will give him like a fourth round pick or something for Blackwood. Yep. Twelve for. Th- Mark that right now, just in case that is the exact trade. That math is not right. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. He's mathing, folks. He's mathing. He looks confused. 11 for 13. Here we are. On the penalty kill. That's not bad. No. Yeah. Everything else was 5 on 5, except for that shorthanded goal against him. Right. But whatever. Um, they'll get a top player. Yeah, they're saying Jose. Edmonton. Yep. One and two. On won the a game. Play. They won a game. Three, nine, and one. That's seven points in seven. Oh, boy. Stanley Cup contender before the season started. Yeah, I remember all those people being like, Edmonton and Toronto is the sexy pick for the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, sexy pick for Canada. It Let's was, just make that clear. Honestly, it was Edmonton versus... Anybody. The Canes were more, was more like... I, I saw a bunch of Canadian reporters being like, Edmonton versus Toronto. Yeah, no, it should have been Vegas versus anybody. Um, or, if you're a betting person... And you're crazy, Vancouver versus someone. Mm-hmm. Either way, they lost to Vancouver two to six. Sick. Um, three for six on that penalty kill. Skinner in net there. Jesus Skinner played Christ. all three games. Um, they did call up Picard. They sent uh Campbell to yes. They put Campbell on waivers. 
the AHL. Uh, then they lost to San Jose. Skinner only faced 18 shots, let in three goals. Again, I'm, I'm sorry. Edmonton, every single mistake that the uh, defense makes is getting punished. Like, yep. their puck luck is awful. Campbell, we were talking about this before the, mm-hmm. like, he yeah. got sent down to the AHL. His um, goals to save, like, save, expected save goals or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. was only minus four. Yeah, not, not, I mean, it's not good. It's not good. But it's not but as it's bad. not as catastrophic. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it, and goals saved per 60 was like minus 0.8. Yeah, it's not even that bad, really. No. Realistically. Um, that's nearly league average at zero. Exactly. Yeah. So he wasn't necessarily playing bad. They're so bad. Their defense is just so bad, it's making the goalies look awful. It's, it's so easy to scapegoat the goalie, though. They are the worst team on off uh, off the rush. Yeah. By far. Um, so, yeah, that's fun. And then the game they that got the coach fired, a convincing 4-1 win against Seattle. Zach Hyman had a hat trick, in, a natural hat trick in the first period. He did, yeah. And... Skinner only faced 18 shots in that game as well. Um, and that's the game that they decided to fire Woodcroft, Woodcroft needs to after. Go. All right, 7 for 11 on the penalty kill. No good. No, that's not going to help you. No. And then only 2 for 10 on the power play. So I mean, that's not as bad, but still. When last year their power play was historic. True. Good you, point. You want it close to that. Good point. All right, Calgary won 1-1. One and one. Four eight and two on the season, ten points. That's sixth place. Four two win against Nashville, like Bert said. Five uh, four five shootout loss of Ladar in net there, and then a one to four loss against Ottawa. Wolf in net. Six for eight on the penalty kill. Zero for eight on the power play. Um, in the Nashville game, I wrote Kadri, but I didn't say why. Um, <laughs> Kadri, for some reason. They added, they outshot Nashville in that game 29-18, like Bert already said. Coleman is their top player with two goals and one assist. That's all I got. Seattle is 1-1-1 one, 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 uh, this week, 5-7-3 on the season so far. 13 points, that's fifth place. That's not good. They're 5-7-3 and, and they're in fifth place? Yes. That's insane. 13 points. The Pacific- Gets you well, fifth place. I guess that's only one point worse than the Penguins. So. There's a three-point gap between them and Ottawa. Ottawa? Anaheim. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, How much of a gap is there with Ottawa? One point, and Seattle, <laughs> Seattle has that point. Place, yeah. Yeah. Seattle has that point. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, right. Uh, they lost to that shootout. In that shootout loss against Arizona, like you said, uh, a four to th- three win against Colorado, like Bert said. Bjorkstrand had two goals in that game, and then they lost to Edmonton, four to one. Uh, Grubauer started that game. He led in four goals on seventeen shots. Dackard came in and was perfect. Um, seven for ten on the penalty kill, three for ten on the power play. So that's good. They do have some top players. It's Schwartz and Eli. T- uh, Tolavainen. Oh, and um, weirdly, it's Ellie 
Total Reinen. I knew, I knew yeah. it. No, I thought it was Eli for the longest time, too. It doesn't look like it should be Ellie, but it is, apparently. Those Finns. Well, he's, yeah, he's from Finland, those yeah. Finns. Schwartz had three goals and an assist in those three games, and then Tolvainen had a goal and three assists. Right on. Anaheim. Keeping it rolling. In fourth in the division. Woo! One and two this week. Uh-huh. Burke talked about two of these games. I already talked about uh, that yeah. one win. Uh, they're eight and six. That's 16, really good. That's sixteen uh, points. Pretty good, uh, despite Fourth. the one and two record. Pretty good otherwise. Yeah, yeah. they're above five hundred. That's all that really matters. Yeah. Um, shutout against Pittsburgh. Three six loss yes. against Philly. Four yep. one win against San Jose. It was Gibson, Dostal, and Gibson in net. Uh, Carlson got his first career hat check against Philadelphia. Yes, he did. Um, Showing why that they drafted him a number two. Yes. Yeah. Uh, showing why um, that they weren't dumb, not taking Fantilli. I don't think anybody thought they were dumb. They people, were. People do. But well, okay. People don't well, matter, but no. People aren't I, GMs. People. I remember leading up to the draft, everybody was like, obviously Connor Bedard's number one, but past Connor Bedard, I don't know who number two is. It's, it's it Carlson or Fantilli, Fantilli, one of the two of them. So what they're doing with Carlson is they're very much managing the games he plays. That's fine. He he started off the season with an injury too. So yes, they were going to do that either way mm-hmm. because the thing about uh, players that come out of college is they have a lot of time in the gym to mm. bulk up, and European players don't necessarily do that. Oh, I guess that's fair. So yeah. they they're giving him like you play two games a week, and the rest of your time is your you're in the gym bulking up. So it gives you time to recover after a game, yeah. still bulk up so you don't overexert yourself. That seems smart, actually. And then your sec- the second half of this uh, season, we should see him play more regularly. Seems smart. It actually. seems really yeah, that smart. That does make a it, lot of sense. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, that's that's very intelligent, actually. Yeah. it's uh, So we're, I'm super excited to see yeah, him Yeah, his second half of the season, watch him like tear up the league. Oh, my God. He's already like You know what? I'm cheering for the Ducks. Pick. I'm cheering for the Ducks. Especially when they're play, playing, put that put them eggplant jerseys on. Wear them the when rest of the season. Wear them every the eggplant. single. Oh my god! Wear them every single game. Make the black home and, or away. Make the black and orange an alternate. They should. The purple ones just look so good. Eggplant they look and teal. So good. Eggplant and teal. Uh, in the San Jose win, Vetrano had two goals and an assist. Perfect on the penalty kill. Four for fourteen on the power play. Leo Carlson is their top player with three goals and an assist. Excuse me. <laughs> in two games because it got shut out against Pittsburgh. Mm. Um, Los Angeles right. was 1-1-1 on the week. I will say, just because they got shut out by Pittsburgh, they played very well oh, as yeah. well. It was one to nothing. That second goal was an empty, empty net goal. Yeah. It was a very close game. Gibson played really well. The Ducks played very well in general. Yes, they did. Gibson had 9-7-1. Yeah. Um, so Los Angeles 8-3-3 three, and three on the season. They are in third place. Beating the Kings. They, they are, are the, the Kings. kings. <laughs> Beating the Knights. Jinx. Ugh. Boo. Beating the Knights 4-1. to one. Ooh. Convincingly. Yeah. Um, I watched this game. It, yeah? The Knights didn't have it. You just stay up all night watching this game? Apparently. I don't know why I was up for this. You know um, what? I'm going to come out and say this. might be a controversial take. Abolish time zones. Abol- yeah. Start all games at 7 o'clock. <laughs> So I can watch them and before I go. Be to like bed. the um, NFL. Make the West <laughs> make, Coast make them watch suffer. 
watch their games at, <laughs> at 10 in the morning. 10 in the morning. I was at the West. I was in uh, San Diego. This was like six years ago at this point. Yeah. For a conference. I went to a bar, had a bunch of mimosas, and watched the NFL. I did something similar when I worked in Seattle. It we was would, uh, great. We would go get bre- a, a specific bar uh, around where I was in Seattle. We're like, come get breakfast and watch the NFL yeah. on Sunday mornings. It was awesome. They were like, we have specials on uh, Bloody Marys and uh, omelets. I know it's easier for the NFL because they only play on Sundays and Mondays. True, true, true. And, and Thursdays. But on the weekend games for the NHL, put those suckers as matinees. Please let me watch them. I just want to watch all as many games as I can. Anyway, go ahead. All right. LA. Uh, Kempe, one goal and an assist in the Vegas win. In the Pittsburgh overtime loss, they outshot them 36-20, like Bert mm-hmm. said. And then they outshot Philadelphia 37-26, to like Bert said as well. Mm-hmm. Perfect on the penalty kill with a shorthanded goal four and then 20 percent actually they had a shorthanded goal against never mind um <laughs> power play whatever adrian kempe is their top player with three goals and one assist on the week vancouver vancouver three and one exactly where everybody thought vancouver was going to be this year uh so far in our wildest dreams we would have had them here i yeah man yeah but 11 three and one on the season god Damn, Vancouver. Elias Pettersson, at some point in this week, went to the coach, Tockett, and apologized for how he was playing. He's leaving the league in points. He was at that point, too. Yes. Yeah. The man is clearly playing hurt. Pettersson? Yes. Oh. He is clearly playing hurt. And that is terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) He's leading the league in points. Let's go, baby. Also, let's go, Vancouver. I wouldn't say we were both wrong about the Tocket hiring because yeah. there is something about well, what Tocket has. He he's just got like, their pulse. He's got, well, he did. He just didn't do that well in Arizona no. as their head coach, and it's like, yeah, okay, fair. That's Arizona, but clearly he's figured it out in Vancouver because he he he's got what he wants. The the team is, I guess, buying into his system. His yep. system is working. They're 11-3-1. They got 23 points. They are two points behind Vegas. They have the same amount of points as the Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. They've already banked a bunch of points. This is what, like, they're not going to... You have 23 points at this point in the season. Even if you regress a little bit, you're still okay. probably going to yeah. make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And that's all that Don't really regress matters. too much, though. Keep keep the pedal no. to the metal yeah, there, yeah. Uh, Vancouver. Um, yeah, they're in second. Uh, 6-2 win over Edmonton. We talked about that earlier. Three for six on the power play. Dang. Hughes had a goal and three assists in that game alone. Uh, a 5-2 win against Ottawa. Casey DeSmith in net there. Uh, Patterson had a goal and two assists. The 2-5 to five loss against Toronto. Demko was in net. Not the Smith for that game. Demko was in net. So mm-hmm. Toronto just, that offense came came for him. And then 5-2 win against Montreal. Connor Garland had a goal and assist in that game. They were 6-17 for 17 on the power play. They Jesus. are earning power plays, yeah. too. Um, and then 7-9 for nine on the penalty kill. That's not, well, uh, 
I mean, yeah. that could be better, but... Also, uh, a rumor coming out that uh, the past years, Connor Garland was on that trade block. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Connor Garland is no longer on the trade block. Well, Anthony Bavillier is. That's interesting. Um, because they just got him last year, but right, I, but you know, yeah. maybe he's just not fitting into the system or whatever. Well, they're just trying to. It's not that he's not not fitting in. They're just trying to get clear cat room, cap space, and mm-hmm. Garland fits in more to the system than Bavillier. That's fair. Does. So. Uh, I believe Vancouver was one of the teams, theoretically, that was interested in Zadorov too. Oh, so yeah. We'll see about that. Um, JT Miller and Quinn Hughes are their top players. They both had seven points. Miller had three goals and four assists, and Hughes had one goal and six assists. We're going to finish up with Vegas. It was real quick. They only played two games, one and one. 12, two and one. That's 25 points first. Um, they Hold lost. off Vancouver for now. Hold off Vancouver for now. Lost against the Kings, like I said. Uh, Hill was in net both these games. Carlson had a goal, and they were, unfortunately, two for four on the penalty kill. Uh, and then they mm. stomped San Jose. They got they were well, bad, yeah. and then five nothing. Um, As they should. Alec, San, San Jose could be the pivot game for Alec a lot of Martinez scenes. Alec Martinez had two goals in that game. What? Yeah. That's crazy. And so did Petrangelo. Uh, Petrangelo <laughs> That's so weird. is their top player this week with one goal and three they assists. Four goals from two defensemen that don't score that much. Uh, Petrangelo only had one goal. They had three goals. Two. Martinez had two. Oh, I... Petrangelo also scored. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But either way. Either yeah, way. Yeah. Either. Still. Martinez definitely doesn't score that much. No, he does not. But good for him. Yeah. yeah so that, that's all I got. All right, that's all we got. Uh, any final thoughts? Don't uh, look at the time. Thanks for staying with us this long. Uh, hey, when when the league, when teams give us shit to talk about, we're going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. You know? They give um, us this gold. Yeah, especially Edmonton with how dysfunctional things have been looking. Hey, this beer is really good. It's you should so good. Go, if you can find Alvarium wherever you are, really, really good. Yummy, yummy. Uh, let's give it one more shout out. The Hurricane by Alvarium. Hurricane. Really, really good. Um, thank you guys for listening, as Clay already said. Uh, we can be found wherever podcasts are found. Uh, give us a rate, review, subscribe wherever applicable. Um, as you know, as always. Uh, thank you for listening. Tell your friends, tell your family. Talking hockey out talking here. Out ho- talking drunken hockey out here. And we will see you next week for week six of the NHL season. At the same t- puck time. Same puck place. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.